Hello and welcome back to the Out of Mana podcast, episode 32. I am at The Real Shiesty, joined with at Joshua. And you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitch, YouTube, MySpace, Facebook, High Five. It's probably on Pornhub somewhere, but, you know, you might have to look hard for it, pun intended. Um, and where else, Josh? Where, where else am I missing? Uh, you got all the bases covered all, there. Damn, look at that. Fucking nailing it. So uh, with that, all that said, um, on this week's podcast, we're going to take uh, another, like, part two on uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, as well as uh, um, the Final Fantasy sixteen State of Play. Um and uh yeah that's what we're gonna talk about today for the most part um with that said i'll uh, open it up to josh how are you doing my good sir doing pretty good as for people that don't know recently in our area it's been extremely nice out so i've just been enjoying the outdoor weather and uh you know the warm summer nights and gaming what about nice, you nice, nice. um so since our last pod which was last week thursday so we had a little extra day to kind of like um you know, do whatever. Um, sorry, drinking water. Um, so I went on a state, right? Um, went to go visit um, family for Easter out of state. Got to see my four-month-old niece, who is just a bundle of love. And just, I, I just love her so much. Um, so I got to spoil her. Um, and then came back. Didn't do too much uh, Monday, but I also had that off. And then Tuesday, um, went out with some friends to go see my first Broadway musical in the Book of Mormon, which was also very good. Um, pleasantly surprised. Uh, for those that don't know, Book of Mormon is written by uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker of um, South Park Notoriety. So... If you are a South Park fan and you haven't seen Book of Mormon, I would highly recommend it because it's you as you're watching, you can easily tell it's written by them. Like there's no end of butts about it. So it was really, really funny. Um I, I don't know if I would consider myself a musical person now that I've gotten to experience it. Like I, I don't know what else I would enjoy as a musical. Like I, I don't know. I, I guess maybe there may be something out there that that I'll be like, okay, I want to check that out. But like um, overall, I don't think the, uh, musical or, or Broadway musical form of entertainment is really for me, but since that was more comedy driven, which I adore, that's why I enjoyed it. Um, and then, uh, basically what else then? Um, other than that, just everything's been, uh, that is cool. Played a little bit of WoW. Um, haven't really delved into anything else, but, uh, as we do every week, you know, we kind of talk about games that we... You may have gotten or what have you. So I didn't purchase a new game, but um, my niece's, uh, excuse me, father let me borrow uh, Resident Evil village. 8, the village. So uh, I feel like it'll be disrespectful not to play it. <laughs> so um, I may uh, actually start this tonight, depending on uh, what transpires. Okay. So um so yeah i don't know if i'm really gonna i don't know if you've 100 percent this game or not i know you played it right no yes, yes i did i didn't okay. i didn't beat it though oh really interesting okay so uh i don't know what it's going to take to 100 percent it um platinum it but uh i wouldn't say it's probably something i'm going to make sure i do but we'll we'll check that out when that we'll cross that bridge when it happens 
Um, other than that, that really has been my weekly makeup. Oh, I guess another little hobby news. Um, I did return for my trip to uh, a couple of boxes of Final Fantasy VII, like, trading cards like well you know me buying all these fucking cards right so i saw these and i'm like like i love final fantasy 7 so um so fuck it let me do it so open two boxes of this it was interesting product uh i don't i have any cards around me to showcase but um but they're just really just art cards really but um i, I already threw a few of them on ebay to try to flip them and uh it's funny because I didn't know... So the breakdown of the, the set is basically just 99 cards. So it's a very small set with uh, only three of them having variants. Mm. And then every card also could be a holographic or holofoil card. So in theory, it's like 200 plus cards. On top of that, there's like three pre... or Yeah, I guess premium rare cards or whatever. And on eBay, I found out what they were. And they're selling for like thousands. Well, they're trying to get thousands of dollars for these cards, but they're like prints of Cloud and Sephiroth, but they're like autographed, which is like there's no such thing as you know them being real, but they look really fucking cool. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't get one, of course, but uh, but I was like, that's very cool. That's very cool. Um, so, anyways, that's really been the uh, the gist of my week. Um, do you have any more to elaborate on your week other than you said enjoying the nice weather, which is true? So yeah, I'll, I'll go and, on mine a little uh, bit, but I want to ask you more about yours. So sure. when you look, when you said you looked on eBay for the the sell, mm -hmm. was there any actual sell comps or was it just post no. listings? No, no posting. That's why I said I corrected myself really quickly. I said selling. I said well, trying to sell. <laughs> um, so it, it, it's funny because the cards even that I listed were just um, like were my duplicates because I bought two boxes, right? Mm -hmm. So I had a few duplicates of um of the holofoil cards. So, you know, the single ones I'm keeping for myself. You know, I'm gonna, you know, uh personally collect those. And then um the dupes I'm trying to flip, you know, get some money back. Um and I did get one of my um one of my duplicate cards was a variant card, which is pretty cool. It's a cloud one. So I was trying to get like 75 bucks for that, which is almost the price of the box. So, uh, so far nobody has bid it on it, but um, I did have an Aerith card where she's wearing the dress that she wore for uh, Cor Cornelio or whatever his name is, Corneo. Um, and that's a holographic card. So that one I put up for 25 bucks and somebody bid on it already. So that's like more than a quarter of what I paid for it. So that one's cool. Um, but yeah, um, they're yeah, they're just a listing price. I don't know what they would actually sell for, but like I I thought about I was like, man, if I did get that, would I try to flip it or would I keep it? Because they look they do look really badass. Yeah, that, that's kind of cool. The um how cards vary in prices. So is is there any? Is it just Final Fantasy Seven cards or do they have other yeah. cards as well? No, it's just Final Fantasy Seven. I wonder why they chose Final Fantasy VII specifically just to make cards in all uh, the games. No, there there is an answer for that. Uh, oh, it doesn't say it on this box, but I think it's because it's their thirty thirty fifth or twenty fifth anniversary, something like that. Square Enix or another company? No, no, for the game, the game itself. Oh, okay. Uh, part seven. So that's kind of why they they did it. So are those cards easily accessible to buy? Can you like, go to like any shop, or do you have to go specifically to somewhere? 
like a card shop? Uh, as far as I know, I think it's explicitly through the Square Enix store, whether it's US, UK, or Japan. Um, but I'm sure that doesn't stop like a card shop to buy yeah. a shitload of them and sell them in their store. You know, if they want to. It seems like Square Enix is just trying to capitalize on their market because, like, even with their collected edition for 16, you can only get to their site. Only at their site. Yeah. Um, and, and I did. <laughs> I like that Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And I, I mean, we'll, we'll see if it was worth every penny when I get it. Oh, the statue uh, itself looks pretty cool. So, I mean, that's got to be worth the money. Yeah, and and without going uh, uh, into in detail with our our topic for today, like that statue, yeah, because it has a phoenix versus is it is it Ifrit? Ifrit? Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, but man, phoenix in that gameplay looks so fucking beautiful. Like, oh my god. We'll, we'll so talk about that, more of that later. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But uh, but now it's like, oh yeah, that's gonna be my statue. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did they did they actually like sell the, tell the dimensions? Because that, that was like sixteen inches or like fourteen inches. I'm pretty sure the dimensions were given, uh, and I'm pretty sure it was bigger than a foot. Okay, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, yeah, because I was sure. I was looking at it, I'm like, dude, three hundred fifty dollars, and I'm like, I do like that statue, but I have a cat that likes to get everywhere, and I'm like, if she breaks yeah. that, that cat might die. <laughs> <laughs> First off, we know the cat won't die, but uh, but yes, that that would that would suck horribly. Yeah, but um, going back to the other thing you mentioned, um, the music, the the Book of Mormon. I thought that was yes. just a play. That so that's a musical. Yes. Yep. It's a Broadway musical. More racing going yeah. on. <laughs> um, that's <laughs> yeah, interesting that it's... they chose a musical as their performance. I mean, unless to your point, there actually is a play version. I I really don't know. But what what I watched was a musical. It was song after song after song after song. There's very little, um, in between song dialogue. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was it was it was done really well. I think the first there was an intermission. I think the first part the first part was definitely longer than the second. I think the first part was like an hour and like fifteen, and then the second was like an hour. So did it feel like a classical, like, you know, musical where it's just people on stage and, like, some background settings? Or what was it, like, a digital background them playing with the background? Um, ooh, good question. I don't think, I don't think it was digital. But now that you ask, it makes me wonder for a few of them, a few of the sets. Because they did have uh, drapes, right? They did do a lot of drapes. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it was digital. Um... And they did have set pieces, which which is also, you know, very amazing how quickly they transition and like, you know, they reuse set pieces, like they just flip them, you know, to go like in and out of houses or whatever. Um, but, but yeah, the, it's, it was very, I don't want to call it low budget because I'm sure that shit costs money, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it, it wasn't like high, like it didn't seem like it costed a lot of money. Yeah. That's the one thing that's always interests me about like plays and musicals, like, even though it's not really for me, it's the the people that work in the background to me are the most amazing people because the oh, fact yeah. that you know they're transitioning from dressing mm-hmm. to uh, set yeah. pieces to just uh, characters itself, like within a short amount of time, is just yeah. fascinating. Exactly, it's like so seamless, so seamless. It, it is, it is fantastic. Um, they did have like at one point they used like um, I guess like a disco ball, which was pretty cool because <laughs> <it>, like <laughs> just, just for the whole for the whole theater. 
Um, but yeah, it was it was really good. It makes me wonder if they have it like on like on a DVD or something. They, most likely sure. they do. Usually they make like a media version of it. Yeah, like probably like when it first came out, like when they had like, I mean, not to take any away from the people that acted that I saw this past week, but usually like the first go around is like the premiere kind of actors and stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but it was it was really funny. I enjoyed it. Now you're making me want to see it because there's only I think the you, last. You, I know you would enjoy it. <laughs> I know you would enjoy it. Because like the I mean it wasn't a play, but there's a thing called Cirque du Soleil Ka, you know, where they do like oh, a whole okay. bunch of acrobatics and all that stuff. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. they have a media version. I actually seen that because it was gifted with the hotel, but I went in person to see it. Mm-hmm. Not to say just certain things you had to see in person, like people swinging mm-hmm. around actually mm-hmm. above your seat and doing, yeah, just a different experience than just viewing it on TV. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. Is it, and that wasn't when you were in Vegas? Yeah. Dude, yeah. I've seen so many shows in Vegas. I've seen David Copperfield, which I know it's going to sound bad to a lot of people, but to me he's overrated because his magic didn't seem that good. But okay. uh, I've seen Cirque du Soleil, Ka, and then I've seen... Um, uh, there was another Cirque du Soleil one that they had going on. One was more like acrobatics. The other one was more like dancing for like Asian scenery, like some kind of Asian story they're telling. Mm-hmm. Um, but those two are really good. And then I've seen... Uh, some kind of musical group. They do like like environmental instruments and all that stuff. Not like the Blue Man Group, but like something different. I forgot their name. Have you good. ever seen the Blue Man Group? I have not, and apparently they're yeah, also in Chicago. Either. Oh, they're 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 back again. I mean, they 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 tend to come and do new types of gigs every now and then. But <clears> yeah, I've never seen them either. So, well, I'm convinced that the Blue Man Group isn't just four guys. It's uh, just like a. a like a production team because like there's the one in Vegas which I think is the, is the one everybody goes to, but there's another mm-hmm. Blue Man group in Chicago specifically, and mm-hmm. it's uh, on the north side. Hmm. Interesting. So I, I wonder, like, are they like just always always here, or is it kind of like a seasonal thing? That I do not know. I, I like Broadway because just... they because they kind of switch them in and out, you know. That I don't know because it looked like the building was owned by them because it just had uh-huh. their name and face on the building. And gotcha. it wasn't a, a huge building, but it was like a small one that says, you know, shows from this time to this time and all that stuff. Is it like, uh, what is it called? The Briar Street Theater? Is that is that still a thing or did they rename it now? Uh, I don't know why that one's ringing a bell to me. I honestly don't know. It wasn't like a theater. Okay. It was just like a normal like building building that you just go into. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that that would probably, I mean, I, mean, I don't think that's considered a musical, <laughs> but that that's another one I wouldn't mind checking out for sure just because it's it's been around for so damn long and usually the reviews have been pretty good from what i hear yeah too bad i i, I swear i like had the address saved down but i think i'm gonna wait, hold on it was next to uh broadway street hmm, interesting okay but um go, going back to the final thing i want to ask about your thing uh your week mm-hmm. is that you said you got resident Evil village from your uh not your brother, your sister's my, brother-in-law, my, or your brother. No, no, no. Well, no, they're not married, so that's why I didn't call him my brother-in-law. Oh. So I, said, <laughs> I, 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 I said, or I should say, my sister's baby, just baby daddy, baby daddy, <laughs> baby daddy. So yeah. So, is there a reason why you borrowed? Like, do you want to play it the whole time? No. So when I got there, uh, they had asked if I played four yet. And I said, no, but, like, I, I definitely uh, would like to. Um, I said, I'm not, like, in a hurry, but it, but it's everybody's giving it, like, fucking really good reviews. 
And he's like, oh, I'm playing it right now. I'm like, oh, well, uh, I'll watch you play it. <laughs> so I watched it for a little bit, and uh, and I was like, yeah, that shit fucked up. And uh, so then after that, like he started scrummaging through his games. He's like, he's like, have you done? Have you played this one? I'm like, actually, no, I haven't played that one or um, seven. He's like, well, if you want to borrow, I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'm like, so uh, I'll bring it back uh, next time I come out. He's like, he's like, oh, no rush. I'm like, okay. He's like, I already finished it, so it's like really. He didn't say I didn't need it back, but he kind of like kind of said it that way. He's like, I'm done with that. Moved on to bigger and better things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I went backwards on my four now. <laughs> That, that's kind of funny because you know you just got Resident Evil Village and I actually just bought Resident Evil Village like three weeks ago because it was on sale at like, GameStop for like five dollars. Well, it was ten dollars, but I had a little discount going on, so mm-hmm. I also have it for PS Five as well. And it's kind of funny that we both got it around the same time and we're probably gonna play that's it because funny. of four. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it, it's like I think it's still like extremely different than four because isn't this one more bit... first person? Well. It it started off first person, but now there's a third person mode. Oh, okay. So this one does have the two different modes. Yeah, I don't know if it affects the gameplay because I only played it um, first person mode a long time ago when I actually borrowed it from someone else. Um, mm-hmm. But supposedly third person plays really well, and actually a lot of people prefer it that way because it feels like the original Resident Evil's. Exactly, I was gonna say because the, the original ones were like that. Yeah. Like I think first person's more VR, right? Um. Which I'm not fucking with that. <laughs> I, I will say that you know, I, I'll, I'll admit it. The Resident Evil Village scared me. There are certain parts when I'm in the dungeon where it's just like creepy and there's chains going around. And I, for mm. me, visually, it doesn't scare me. The audio scares me. Mm. When you're first person, you hear things creeping up on you. That mm-hmm. that scared the crap out of me. But in third person, from what I've seen, I'm like, oh, I could do that easy <laughs> mm. <laughs> because I know what's coming for me. But when oh, wait, so first... when you're saying you got scared. You, but you didn't play it with VR, right? Or does this even version have a VR ver- version? Uh, it, I don't know. I don't know if it has a oh, VR. Okay. But um, okay. when I was playing, you're just it, saying... yeah, it was oh, just sorry. normal okay. playing on the TV, and I had my headset gotcha. on. But just hearing gotcha. like the background, you know, uh, gotcha. sound just terrifies you. I will say because now that I have the headset to um, playing through Octopath, like the headset does sound so much better. Yeah. Well, also, if you have a solid headset, because, like, if you buy the official PlayStation headset or if you buy, like, one of these that have 3D audio capabilities and you play, like, a horror game, it'll psych you out because it, it sounds like they're all around you. Yeah, I, I don't know if I... Now, now you got me, like, hmm, I guess I have to try it now, right? Like, I have to. At least for a little bit. Well, dude, if you want a good That's... headset right now, um, I actually just bought these recently. It's called the uh, Steel Series 7X, and these are the only wireless headphones that are compatible with all systems. Oh, interesting. Now, mine's, um, I don't know if it's considered the official PlayStation 1, but I, I think it might be. Um, it, and it's, and it's well, it's wireless, too, so. But, like I, like, like I said, for, for, for Octopath, which, you know, dare I say, isn't really a very huge audio-intensive game in that aspect with the 3D environment. I mean, the music sounded fantastic, and I loved it, but to those layers, like, it doesn't really have that, right? Um, I mean, maybe a little bit of foot um, footsteps, but that's really nothing. Um, so, so yeah, just to know what it did for that game versus what, to your point, what it could do for this game, like, that does sound very creepy. But I guess I'll have to try it, right? So. Yeah, it's funny, because, like, when I heard 3D spatial audio before, I thought it was like, mm-hmm. a gimmick, but when you have mm-hmm. actually have a good headset and you're playing a game that optimizes audio correctly... 
mm-hmm. it's a whole different experience because you'll start hearing like like the footsteps will be faint on the right side and then as soon as they mm-hmm. get closer it starts getting louder and then it's on both sides you're like oh they're right behind me well so, so that's what i was just gonna say like isn't that extremely helpful because it's like okay if i'm not hearing it close on this side i know they have to be on this side right like that, well, and, that and, i think it is helpful, but you also get like a chill in your spine. Like I hear yeah. them, but I don't know yeah. how far away they are. <laughs> like you just take out your gun and just start doing this, but working walking forward. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely a fun experience. And if you want to like really get immersed, dude, put the headset on. Make sure three D audio is enabled, and yeah. you're good. I'll try it for a little bit. Um, but since we're talking about Resident Evil so much right now, um, I I don't have it. Um, in front of me and actually now i i just now i just remember i didn't even watch it but the latest trailer for the uh um, oh death island death island came out <laughs> and uh what is it it's like july right july something july 7th maybe or something i know it's coming uh, out relatively soon but dude yeah and uh and it has like almost all the ogs in it like every single one of them which is interesting well it, it, um, they do have all of them supposedly albert wesker's there too they have jill valentine chris redfield um claire redfield Leon, and they also have Rebecca Chambers. That's mm-hmm. all the OG yeah, characters. Yeah, it's all of them. It's it's crazy. It's cool. And Leon and Jill have never met each other at all at any point in time, and, and this is the first time they're going to meet. <laughs> Interesting. It seems like they're given more of a... I don't want to say lead, but more of a center to Jill in it. So, we'll see. And Jill's one of those weird characters. So, like, you watch the um, live-action Resident Evil movies, right? Only the first one, unfortunately. I need to catch up. Okay, I need so, to watch the other ones. So that girl, what's her name? Alice? Is that the girl's name in the movie? In all the real movies? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Alice. So Alice was originally designed after Jill because mm-hmm. Jill was I supposed to be the main character because of, you know, her getting infected by the uh, tyrant. And that's mm-hmm. how she gets those abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly in this movie, they rewrite her character where she got infected by Albert Wesker. Mm. So I think that's why they're kind of like making it look like she's the main character because now she's infected with a T virus and she mm. might have certain abilities, which makes sense because I'm convinced Chris is infected too because he could punch a rock down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I definitely, the only thing like I was, uh, well, no, no, not that one thinking something else but um but yeah it's just it, it, it from what i saw it looked really good um i do need to watch the other ones though too so do they say if this is coming out in theaters or if it just like a no, release i don't know i don't think there's any i mean there might be selected theater releases but i i don't recall seeing them um well, was... I, don't, I don't know where it would go because i didn't see any streaming service either you know what it's a good point I'm not too sure if I did either. It's like they just released a date and that was it. They didn't tell you where to watch it and tell you if it's going to be on services, theater, DVD. Usually that shit comes out on Netflix, but I don't know. That's a good point. But anyway, I just wanted to bring it up, you know, since we're talking about Resident Evil. Um, some other, I guess, uh, quick news that we could kind of bring up very briefly. Um, you know, we really clamored about... Uh, the Mario movie last week, and uh, it's having uh, um, a renowned amount of success. It's already, I believe, surpassed half a billion. Yes. Um, and um, dethroned Warcraft tier. No, I'm just playing. Um, but, uh, you know, I think you mentioned it, I mentioned it, that we already pre-ordered our, our 4K <laughs> DVDs. 
And I thought I saw an article on that as well, that the, the, the pre-DVD sayers are really just stupid. So I gotta um, ask, where'd you pre-order yes. yours? Did you get it Walmart or Best Buy? Because I, I, I kind of like the Best Buy Steelbook, but I know that everybody likes that Walmart and Star. I think, yeah, I got the Walmart Star. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. It looks cool, but I'm like, on a shelf, that thing looks like it's odd. Yeah, it wouldn't <laughs> make sense. On it, but still, it's like, it, it was their exclusive, so it's like, okay, I gotta get that one. You're like, screw it, I'm buying it twice. <laughs> yeah, well, no. Well, yeah, I probably won't. The only movie I, I bought more than twice, look at me, fucking super fanboy here, I, I bought Warcraft 3 fucking times. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I, I bought... Did you buy, like, a collector's edition Blu-ray and then 4K? Yes. Exactly those, <laughs> <laughs> but that's because like because stupid uh, um, fucking marketing. They had like every store had their own uh, um, exclusive, mm. right? So like one store had like the the steel book, which other stores didn't. The other store, I think, had like extra footage DVD, and then the 4K. It's funny that you mentioned that because like as much as I want to make fun of you for buying movies twice. <laughs> I've done that for many different movies. Like, for example, Detective Pikachu, Shaggy Show and Tell Time. I originally uh-huh. bought this on Blu-ray when it came out because it didn't uh-huh. have the 4K in my area. Uh-huh. And now I just recently bought the 4K for like $7 and it was new. Um, nice. But I've also done that with the John Wick series. I had it on Blu-ray, then upgrade to 4K. Same thing uh-huh. with Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. I had to do 4K uh-huh. for each of those. Yeah, I, um, I, I'm trying to think if I have any other movies that I've bought multiple times. Ah... <sighs> I'm sure there has to be. I just don't remember. Um, mm, I would have to look at my shelf. But yeah, Warcraft definitely is the only movie I've bought three times. <laughs> that is that is fact. Um, <laughs> uh, Mario, right now, I'm only getting that one. I haven't seen anything else about any other um, special editions or whatever. Um, when it comes to TV shows, I've always avoided. Um, buy Game of Thrones because I always like, okay, if I ever buy Game of Thrones I want it to end and I want to buy the whole collection and they did do a whole collection which was like a stupid amount of money and I don't know if it, if it ever went down and I would probably have to look it up now. It's, because... it's still a lot of money for like 4K it's like 150 160 like 160 Oh, I thought it was more than that. Actually, that might be not that might not be a bad price then. Okay. Well, yeah, but, but when I checked it's usually on like considered sale. <laughs> yeah, I think nowadays because time has passed, you probably could get, dare I say, a deal for it. But um, but yeah, same thing like with Entourage. I never bought the seasons, and finally when it ended, uh, well, thankfully I got it as a present, so I didn't even have to pay for it. But I eventually got it, the whole thing as a present. So, so have you ever been like super tempted to buy a, a really expensive collector's edition for any TV show or movie? Because I know for me, I have one. It was the Lord of the Rings. It came with, like, you know, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, all six films. And it came mm-hmm. with, like, all the special editions. They also had one with um, Tolkien, when, you know, a long time ago when he was doing his recordings for the books and all that stuff and his original scripts. They put all, they digitized it and put it all in that collector's edition for, like, $400. Yeah, I think I do recall seeing that. And me and my buddies were thinking about putting money to get it for one of my friends, but we didn't. Um no, I have not. Um, uh, I, I don't think. I don't think I've seen one. I know Batman: The Nolan Trilogy, at one point, had a pretty decent one. But I, I, in all honesty, right now, I don't even remember what the fuck it contained. There was one that I was close to buying. It wasn't super expensive, but it was uh, the Ninja Turtles. 
<laughs> the OG ones, because it came in like the it came with the van, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was like I was like, that's so awesome, but uh, I didn't pull the trigger on it. So because so I was like, if I buy it, I'm never gonna watch these discs. <laughs> Dude, if you had well, it's not promotion here, but if you had Paramount Plus, all the TMNT stuff is on there. The OG, no, that's fine. the 2005. No, no, that's one. fine. But but we're talking about you know you know physical products here, right? I mean, it's like. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's always still something special, a little bit to me, of having it like there. Like, well, especially if it's a it... series that you love too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, but yeah, other than that, no, I haven't really had any desire to, or I've never seen one that really is like, oh my god, I have to have that one. Well, the Christopher Nolan one, I did buy. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, did you? What, I, what what did it come with? What was special with it? So I don't know if it, this is the one you're talking about, but this is the mm-hmm. one that released in like. 2015 16 um it was the 4k version and it came inside the batmobile i might have seen that one yeah and it wasn't just like a small batmobile it was like you know well you can't see because it was pretty big but <laughs> it opened up you know kind of like how it did in the movie and all three just pop out <laughs> mm. okay yeah I, i'm wondering if that that might have been the one i saw um but um but yeah the only problem though is it looks like a, it looks like a toy and I had some little cousin kids play with it, and they broke it. <laughs> no. Well, that sucks. Um, that's a ball buster. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm like, but... no wonder why you don't like, uh, you know, your family come to your apartment, because the kids will destroy <laughs> all your stuff. Like, Bowser, bah! Break. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I didn't really have that big of a concern, because... We don't really have kids in the family right now, so well now with the niece, but you know, I'm sure um, I'm sure we'll figure that out later. But, um, but yeah, some uh, some other little news uh, just um, transpiring like right before we started this podcast, like a couple hours um, in the world of video game acquisitions, it looks like Sega might be buying Rovio, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, the company behind Angry Birds. For a billion dollars, yeah, I know it's an interesting one. Um, so they're is is that do they only make Angry Birds? I don't know. That's what got me wondering. I mean, I only know them from Angry Birds. Um, I mean, Angry Birds use dare I use the word use, but I'm pretty sure I'm accurate. Extremely popular. Like I remember, so many people were playing it, myself included. But then once they started like getting into expansions and start doing collabs, like, that's where they kind of lost me. Because I think they did, didn't they do, like, a Star Wars collab, I think, was one of their first ones? They have everything. Um, but have they? Yeah. Angry Birds is just, I'm a, well, obviously, like you said, it's successful, but that's because it's a mobile game. So mm-hmm. I wonder what Sega's going to do with that. Uh, that's a very good question. Sega's I have a no weird idea. company. Like, their ideas are weird. Like, they bought Angry Birds, but yet they have... Uh, video games like Shinmoy that they don't want to make more of because for some other reason the director said he wanted to make more. They have um, do they still own Sonic? I, I would think they still own Sonic. Okay, because I, I, mean, th- I thought they were bought up by someone else because they couldn't. Maybe they just collab and they just get partnership money from that. Um, what was the other game they had? There's another big game that they had. I can't remember, but it's like they do nothing with those guys. Trying to think what else is under their umbrella that's Sonic popular. Well, nothing Sonic popular, I take that back. But, oh, no, they never owned Earthworm Jim, did they? No, Earthworm Jim is owned by somebody else. 
I'm looking this up uh, right now. Sega games because I know there's one more that they like just completely scrapped, even though people love it. Oh well, they own Tetris apparently. They own Tetris. It says wow. uh, 1984 Tetris. I don't know how that happened. I thought that was a Nintendo thing. No, no, I know well, that N- Nintendo partnership. Nintendo. Um, I thought it was Atari. I've I just that's who I thought Sega it was. Games. Oh, Fantasy Star it... Online. That's the one they canned. Ah, uh, that's a big one. That one was a popular one. Yep. Yep. That was like one of the OG. Wasn't it like an MMO? Uh, yeah, I think I it know. was. I think I think Fantasy Star Online Two was an MMO. I think the first one was like a, like a Elder Scrolls Offline. Yeah, okay. and also Bayonetta. And obviously, we know with all the drama they had with Bayonetta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Oh wow! Apparently, Sega owns a lot of stuff. Um, they also own a very popular series called Persona. That uh, is very popular. And they Never also, play it, but it is popular. They also own the Yakuza series, too. Okay. Which is interesting, because whenever I hear Yakuza, I think of the Atlas game company. But I guess Atlas is owned by Sega. So, I guess they are doing stuff. Maybe I just judge them too soon. <laughs> um. So, yeah, so I want to bring that up, because I saw that on social media before we, um, we started. And uh, my, I guess, final bit of... Short news. Um, I linked it to you, but I don't think I got a response from you. Um, hopefully, Nintendo's trying to do some sort of like event in Seattle where their headquarters is at. Don't know what that's about, but um, that's supposed to happen. I forgot when this year. I wonder if it's going to happen during PAX East because they said they're doing that as well. Oh, maybe. I, I, I didn't really cross-check dates, but uh, it, it, like they didn't use the word convention. And I'm thinking they're refraining from using the word convention, but they did mention it was a public thing. So it's like, okay, what are you guys trying to do? That'd be pretty so, cool. I, if if there's if they do a convention, I might be really tempted to try to go to that one. I concur. Like, uh, but I would have to first know that that's exactly what it is because I've never been to Seattle, so that'd give obviously a very good reason to go. Um, but uh, but yeah, it had there's. Very little details at this point. <laughs> Is somebody operating a power tool near you? <laughs> no, that was the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what? You might need to get that checked out by someone. <laughs> Dude, it's, so it's funny. That same noise you heard, right? They used to happen when I owned my condo. And I'm like, like, okay, something's going on with my toilet. But, but it keeps happening, happening. And I never addressed it. Never addressed it. And then I moved here. That's the same fucking thing. I'm like, okay, it, maybe It must be the water moving through the pipes. It has to be like it has to be because I'm elevated and yeah exactly. So I'm watch somebody listening is totally wrong and they leave a comment like, "Dude, you want to get that check? You're gonna get yeah. fucked. You won't <laughs> blow up." <laughs> but going on, same with Nintendo. Uh, some of the things I actually bought recently because you know because of the movie and you know, mm-hmm. everything being popular, Mario had a huge sale. Um, if you bought these games, the GameStop recently did a buy to get one, uh, free mm-hmm. deal, and okay. these two games each were thirty seven dollars. And oh. I also got Luigi's Mansion as well, which I know it came without a case, but I, w- I was talking to the GameStop guy. Whenever they get a case in store, they're going to give it to me so I can put this in a case. Mm, okay. But $37 for these two games and I get another game free? That's well, not a bad deal. Free. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, cause, for sure. Because like you said, it's so rare for, um, you know, Nintendo deals. Yeah, um, well, it's rare for Nintendo deals, but for them to be $37, like, mm-hmm. usually if they do a sale, it's like $50 or $49, whatever. Yeah. 37 for both of these, but, and I'm like, that's just but, the price of one full game. But are they brand new, or were they uh, 
So they, 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 they're, they're, they're pre-owned, yeah. Yeah, pre-owned, right. Okay, that's what I thought. Because I remember seeing the, uh, whatever, the sale announcement. Yeah, they had the um, new one for uh, basically $40, but if you bought it, it was just $40 flat, and you didn't get, like, buy two, get one free. Correct. So I was correct. like, why not save some money, get this case still, you know, no difference, really, and get mm-hmm. a free, free game with it. I was like, I'm going to do it. And, like, the best, well, dare I say the best part, I mean, obviously those little discs, or not discs, what are they called? Cassettes, I guess? I call them cartridges. Um, car- they're cartridges, thank, thank you. Um, I mean, they could obviously still get damaged and not work, but generally speaking, <clears throat> they, that doesn't really happen. Like, you're more concerned with the discs and being scratched up and stuff like that. Yeah, that's the one, th- as much as I usually like the discs because of the cover art, um, mm-hmm. one thing Nintendo has nailed, which I'm going to give them credit for, they're cartridges usually hold up pretty well they're very durable yeah like if you mm-hmm. look here everything's in good condition if you look at the back you could tell mm-hmm. if it was scratched or not and if it was they'll refund you but this is like mm-hmm. pretty much not even used condition because when you put it in your switch for the first time it does get a little couple streaks because it breaks it in this one has mm-hmm. no streaks so that means this was never used <laughs> exactly exactly um since you brought up mario games um not news, but uh, uh, Miyamoto did kind of hint that whenever they do have um, their next direct, that maybe we might actually get some new Mario game news. We'll so, see. So it, it's funny that you say that because you know how I said after watching the Mario movie, I'd love to see a four-player co-op game. Mm-hmm. After I can't remember which one it was. Maybe it was this one. One of these is four-player co-op. Four-player co-op does not play well in these games. So I'm thinking I want an Odyssey-style game where you go through different POVs of certain characters. Like, let's say you get an Odyssey game, and a couple levels you're playing as Mario. You switch to Donkey Kong or Luigi or Peach or whatever, and you're playing as them, and you constantly switch back and forth. Because in one of these games, the co-op, if, if you're the only good platformer and you're playing with other people that suck, you're leaving them behind they're getting carried in a bubble. That's it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean... I'm not against one of those games. I mean, I'm, I'd welcome it. Um, I just wonder, like, as we all know, their online service sucks. Like, I, I, I just want a Nintendo game like that fun that could actually work well online. Like, the the only online game through Nintendo that I've played that, dare I use the word, flawless, because uh, I'm going to say that very loosely, but... The only game that I've done online through Nintendo and the Switch that works extremely well was Animal Crossing. But it's not that vigorous, right? Like, you, you, you join an island, and you have fun. Um, well, so... same thing like this. Like, because, like you say, it's not, you know, it's just movement that's it. You're not literally fighting each other. This is mm-hmm. pretty good online as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I would just love, to your point, like, if they did have an Odyssey version and uh, and you could co-op online and all be in the same whatever world map together to to accomplish certain things like that'd be dope as hell like like odyssey one having elbow wasn't online at all but to have player two be cappy was pretty fucking lame um so so yeah i mean we'll see i mean um i i could only i could only assume we have to get uh whether it's called itself odyssey 2 or or what have you uh but i can only imagine we're getting another game like that so yeah it, it would be cool well at least as much as I like four-player co-op, I think with these games, because, you know, it's a Switch and it's very limited, limited to two only, and have them, like, work off of each other where 
Have you ever played a game called um, Battle Block Theater? Mm-mm. So in Battle Block Theater, you're basically playing through these platforming levels. But if you have people on there, you can actually help boost you up. Like, let's say you have one guy jump, and you can use that guy as a platform for that guy to jump on you to jump even higher. And then he can lift, he can put his hand down to lift you up and all that stuff. I would mm-hmm. love to see a Mario game in that style. Interesting. Where the players can actually interact with each other to boost you into different levels. What I think would be cool is, like, hypothetically, let's go with your um, different character... Uh, um, system right mario luigi peach toad donkey kong whatever you have all of them in there and uh what i would think would be cool is you have it in which i still would like it to be multiplayer and to your point if it could be limited to two that's better than one but um i think it'd be cool is like if you go like every character would have their own powers right own their own things that they could accomplish in the level but like you go with Mario and you do certain things in that level that uh, you open up for another character that you have to go back in and then have to use their special abilities to unlock something else and you know just rinse and repeat. Like people might not enjoy because the dare I say monotony of going in and out with different characters would kind of suck. But I think that still would be kind of fun that that, that you'd have to because it gives it a little bit of replay value, right? And Mario has always been known and good to do things like that anyway. Well, so. I, I feel like they could do, like, your first playthrough, you're forced to play through the perspective of that character representing that level, but then after mm-hmm. you beat the game, it's a free roam where you can use that character in any level. Like, Crash Bandicoot um, has done that with their games before, like, Crash 4, you could you originally start off as Crash Bandicoot, then certain levels you play as Coco, and after mm-hmm. you beat the game, you can play as Coco or Crash Bandicoot. Mm-hmm. Well, even <clears throat> even the simplicity, even without character switches... Like, even uh, Super Mario World for Super Nintendo uh, did a good job with replaying levels when you would hit the, um, I think they were still considered a question mark, Um, but they weren't blocks or buttons, right? Mm. Because they had it like, what was it, like red, green, yellow, blue or something, and once you got to a certain part of the world, you hit that button, you could go back to all the the levels that had those blocks that weren't filled, but they had the color of the outline, so when you finally hit that button, they all filled in so you go back to that level now you could go to different areas in that level that you couldn't access before um so yeah like like mario's always done a, nintendo's always did a good job with mario games to do stuff like that so do you have um, this game uh super mario 3d world no Mm-mm. i was gonna say if you have it apparently this has online and i don't know how this one works it looks like there's a uh, bowser jr and mario but it also looks like luigi's in here and i don't know if you could actually play characters at once or if one controls like the star to move around like the camera and the other one mm-hmm. does the platforming because i know one of these you're basically just ai helper <laughs> mm. interesting going back because i let you borrow kirby <clears throat> did that one have multiplayer i think it did right if you ate the person and that uh helper could be player two right i never tried the multiplayer i just played the single player aspect but gotcha. maybe i had to look I at think, the back of the I game think... again I think so. I think so. But uh, with all that said, uh, I believe I'm out of small stories. <laughs> um, I don't know if you have anything else to add to the table or if you want to segue into topic one. Um, I'm pretty much almost done with this. So, you know, buying these games, I think I mentioned this last episode, the episode before, my kind of goal is to collect all first party Nintendo games. Okay. And I just realized I'm only missing two Mario games. I'm missing Mario Striker and um, 
Super Mario Superstar, All-Star, whatever it's called. Whatever the second oh, Mario Party is. Because there's, there's Super Mario Party, and then there's Super Mario Party like, oh, like, Superstars or All-Stars. Yeah, yeah, like the, the Anniversary Edition, right? Yeah, yeah, that one would be a good one. Those are the only two I'm missing, and I seen that the Striker one was on sale, but I'm like, the other one isn't, and it's not including that deal, so I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait for that one. So so you also have the uh, the 64 <clears throat> Sunshine game? Yeah, the 3, the three, the three also. Okay. I bought it yeah, right yeah. when it came out. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, same here. I remember I got I got it uh, pre-ordered, and I felt lucky at the time because a lot of people were very upset they couldn't get it. But, you know, Nintendo did the right thing. They just started mass-producing it. So. Well, they stopped it. I'm not sure if you noticed that. They, they mass-produced it for, like, five, six months after, but mm-hmm. they stopped it again. And uh, I was lucky enough to buy three versions very cheaply. Three versions? Well, well, three copies, I should say. Oh, okay. I was like, what the fuck did I miss on three versions? Uh, three, three copies because they were, like, dirt cheap. It was, like, $20 because they're doing, like, a mass clearance section. Okay. And recently they spiked up in price because originally I think the mm. starting price was like forty dollars for the game, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now they're like seventy, eighty dollars, and I sold all three copies for that mm. price. So I know it sounds scummy, Which, but I'm like, it's clearance. I'm like, I'm gonna buy it. I know it's gonna flip higher. Later. I mean, it was, it was. Well, it still was a risk reward. I mean, you there wasn't a guarantee, but you did your homework. You thought certain things would happen, and it paid off for you. I wouldn't say it's scummy. <clears throat> I think it's. Um, I don't know. It, it's not like you bought. Wait, did you buy all three when it first came out? No, you bought them no. afterwards, right? I, yeah, I, so, I so, so, no, that's, yeah, no, that's not coming. I think it's different if you, like, you know, hoarded like, all then, these different pre orders. Yeah, if you hoarded like 10 Tears of the Kingdom Collector's Editions and you start flipping nine of them. <laughs> no, no. So basically, what happened is the guy at GameStop called me because he knows I do certain things and I'm, I made friends. And he was like, listen, these games are on clearance. They're just sitting here. You want to come pick them up? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I picked them up and then. Because I also seen a Twitter post like a couple days earlier saying, you know, they officially stopped with those games. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is the best time to get them because I know they're going to skyrocket. Which is very interesting because, um, I mean, not everybody's going to go out and buy a new Switch. I understand that. But that recent uh, Mario, even though there's nothing really truly special about it, but the Mario version Switch came out uh, March 10th. And that one came with one digital download for Mario game, and that was one of them. So it wasn't a physical copy, but it was a digital copy of that particular game. So, um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting. But um, yeah, so going back to what I was saying about before with the first party collections is, you know, now that I'm only missing two Mario games, and I think I'm missing four Pokemon games. I'm missing the Pokemon Dungeon game, Pokemon Snap. I'm missing Pokemon Scarlet, and I'm missing Pokemon Arceus. And so that means I'll have Mario and Pokemon down, and I just gotta work on Zelda, because so far I just have Hyrule Warrior, Age of Calamity, uh, Breath of the Wild, and then Tears of the Kingdom. And I know they have, like, Skyward Sword, Link to the Past, and basically I think the whole collection of Zelda in one, right? Like the old OG three Zelda games? No, I don't think they have that, because if they did, I'd have it. <laughs> so, I'm just working on the whole set, and I'm like... <laughs> the one thing they did release that I have is that, um, that Game & Watch... Mm-hmm. original zelda like i got one of those i don't know if that's of any value but it might but be. that's kind of cool but i i was looking i'm like i see some of the first party games and i see that pikmin is one of the first party games and mm-hmm. i've never played a pikmin game and it doesn't really interest me but i seen that pikmin it, 3 and pikmin something for deluxe or whatever but i said i'm like maybe i should have got those pikmin is 
I don't want to say it's like a fun game, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it is you have i think you have to be a special kind of gamer to enjoy it it's not for everybody <laughs> you gotta be special <laughs> no 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 i mean like it really isn't for everybody like i'm not i'm not trying to sell it either like i'm not gonna say i'm head over heels for it because i'm not but like i kind of do want to get the new one because i only played the first one and maybe a little bit of the second one and the first one was very difficult like it's it's and that's what i'm saying like for a nintendo game like they're kind of like they're puzzly, like, but a difficult puzzly. Like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to explain. It's really hard to explain. But speaking of which, you know, as I've been collecting, I don't like these spines, these normal Why? red spines, because they're just too basic for me. Recently, I found out you can actually print custom spines that actually match the cover work. So I'm gonna print a whole bunch of spines for my game, so it looks nice, and it still has like the switch section, selection, uh, eh, switch section to make it look uniform. But it'll actually have like the covering right here, so I can actually tell what I'm looking at besides reading words. Ah, uh, humbug! I'm pretty sure a lot of people feel the same way I do because when I looked at all these pictures, like on Etsy, Reddit, and all that stuff, lots of people are doing it because they realize how ugly it looks. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care if you care. I'm just saying they're ugly, and I want my my games to look good. Whatevs, whatevs. But we can move on to the first game. I just I just thought, you know, this is like a fun little goal I've been flipping because of Zelda, and because of that, I've been getting back into it, and I'm like, why not go for the collection here? Before we go into the topic, because uh, we didn't create a um, graphic for the Zelda, does it, do you want to talk about that first, or do you want to do the topic topic first? Because I screwed up because I thought you wanted to make this short today, uh, we could do Zelda right now because I didn't okay. put it as a topic. Okay, cool. Let's let's do that then. So, um, no graphic for this topic, but um, we did talk about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom last week, uh, based on um, the ten minute. Was it last week or two episodes ago? I forget. I, I think it was like two weeks ago. It was two weeks ago. Okay, <clears throat> based on the um, ten minute plus gameplay footage, but now uh, just yesterday, right? Yesterday, am I am I off here? I'm fucking losing track of days. <laughs> Um, they released the final official trailer, and wow! <laughs> All I can think about I, is for some reason, God, I'm just I can't fucking wait. Like I'm, I'm, <sighs> it's gonna be so magical. <laughs> All I see is like um memes of like uh Homer saying you know or like was it sexy Flanders, but it just began. <laughs> So like okay like oh man I was literally like we could kind of like play it in the middle kind of like even discuss it because it was only like three minutes but like um, first and foremost uh, the start and he's like falling down and they finally play the original Zelda music um, couldn't help but get uh, choked up and because um, I think a lot of people were waiting for that um, still once again like like I know we always talk about like oh imagine if uh, imagine if Zelda looked like Final Fantasy sixteen like okay yeah. That would be that'd be great, but the game itself, like when he's falling from the sky and you can see everything, I mean, it still looks very beautiful. Um, so fucking huge. Um, the the part that made me laugh was when he was riding like the robot. Yes, I was like, "What is going on?" You're talking about the one oh, there, like, right? 
No, 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 not the air. Because he was riding, he was, he was holding onto a rocket going into the air. No, he was only on the ground. He's like, he's literally on, like, on this big ass, like, uh, uh, rectangular stone thing with, like, one little arm with, like, a poker, and it's on wheels. And he's riding towards another, um, it was one of those Talos rock structures, but it also had, like, a goblin on it. Like, as if they made, like, it was so, it was so bizarre looking, but so funny. And so, like, once again, just exemplifies the, I guess, the probably just unsurmount amount of creativity you could have in this game. Um, so there's that. Um, they finally start showing more characters, like all the all the um, the guardians are are going to be back. Uh, they kind of um, insinuated um, the name of Tears of the Kingdom and what it means now because Zelda was holding a tear. Uh, makes me wonder if there's any. Relation to the Triforce at all because the Triforce hasn't wasn't used in Breath of the Wild at all. <clears throat> um, there was also another chick character that people were confused as to who it is that kind of looks like Zelda, but uh, I don't know if it's going to be like Hyla herself, even though it's supposed to be Zelda. Uh, another mysterious figure to um, the Overvoice. No one really knows who that was. It didn't really sound like King War- uh, Rome, but. Um, uh, and then finally, the reveal of Ganondorf. So he's back. Um, which I thought was an interesting choice. Because... You kind of kill him you... in the first one. Mm, no. Because that was Calamity. You, we didn't have Ganondorf. I thought Calamity Ganon was Ganon. Or was that just like his no, no, essence? See, see, Gan- no, no. Ganondorf is like the human form of Ganon. Okay. Um, so what? Calamity was just a spirit. Calamity is like they call it Calamity Ganon. So it it was like it was a new take on Ganon, um, but it wasn't Ganondorf. When you Ganondorf is the physical embodiment. Um, so so we got him back, which I thought was an interesting reveal in the trailer because it's like you think that's something you would want to save as a surprise for the actual game. So that kind of had me conflicted a little bit. Well, because they didn't cause... show a lot of him. They showed little bits and pieces. Because like you see him with his now really nice shiny red hair next to like a red sun looking thing. It looks like a kuma. Yeah, but like whoever stylized him made him look cool. Like the red sun background and his hair just flinging, and him just turning around looking all brolic. I'm like, all right, he's got me. I'm good with this character design. So. Um, it just makes me wonder if he's like, like he's always been the true bad guy, right? Or the epitome of bad guy, or at least you know when he usually transforms to Ganon, he's kind of like the ultimate fight. So it makes me wonder: is like, is he really going to be the ultimate fight? Um, will it be something Zonai related? Like I don't know. Like it, it, it now just it, like makes me wonder so many other things because I even showed like a Zonai fighting a choo-choo. I don't know if you caught that like in part of the opening parts, like on one of Sky Islands, like they're actually fighting each other which is very interesting. So it's like Zonai are hostile towards Link I guess, right? But they're also hostile to regular enemies, which is pretty cool. <laughs> so, um... Oh man, there's so so much to go over. I mean... The one thing fan... I, I want to talk about is, why the heck is King Ghidorah in this game? 
Because uh, in the trailer, there I don't know if it was Link or you know some of those what are those fish red creature looking things. Um, mm-hmm. they're running and then a three headed dragon comes at them. Oh yeah, that was like pretty much right at the end. Um, well, that's um a nod to the original Zelda. They had that. Um, that was like the first boss of the first labyrinth. Although of course now he looks a thousand times cooler. I, I look at him like, yo, scary. Had King Ghidorah in this game. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, because well, he was in the last trailer they showed him. Oh, did um, they? Yeah, well, that. not like that though. They showed him uh, at this. I think it was like at the starter trailer. They showed like the, one of the bridges. And it was like thundering and raining. Well, he was on the bridge, and that's where people first noticed him. And they're like, "Like, oh shit! Like, that's a nod to the first boss from the first Zelda game." Um, so yeah, that 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 guy looked bad as hell. There was a lot of things that looked bad. It's like the um, they also kind of like there seems to be a very very strong connection to Skyward Sword here. Um, so like, I know you're gonna replay uh, Breath of the Wild and, and Age of Calamity. But now it fucking makes me want to replay Skyward Sword. So I have a question for the. Maybe we can go over this because apparently they actually have a canonical, canonical, canonical book. I I messed up that word. I think canonical probably sounds accurate. But they actually have a book. Apparently, Skyward Sword is actually the very, very, very first, first entry yep. to yep. all the timelines. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. but so is that the sword that's in the ground? Because I'm like that sword's been in the ground the first game we took it out. Why is it back in the ground this game? That's a very good question. And on top of that, the sword is deteriorated, which I think oh, people is it are deteriorated? Kinda... I thought it looked like it was refurbished because the first one, from what I remember, because there was a glitch to get it before you beat the game, it had uh-huh. vines and all that stuff on it. This one looked like there was right. no vines or nothing. It was just no. pristine. No, 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 no. In this game, it's, it's really just the hilt, a little bit of metal, and then it's like almost eroded to a point where it's like there's nothing. Uh, I only seen the top part, so maybe I have to go back and check that out. Because I was like, did they fix the sword? Like, why is it looking no, no, no. good? The, the sword is um, the most jacked up it's ever been in any franchise or, or any Zelda game. So I think people are speculating maybe the calamity got to it on it, and it. But they're like, but then like, because I've been reading a little bit of people going obviously very fucking crazy about this. Um, but they're like, well, it could, it probably couldn't be the calamity because. Usually, you use the Master Sword to defeat Ganon and Calamity, so it has to be a stronger power um, that did that to the Master Sword. So, also, did they say anything why the Master Sword is back in no, the ground? No, no, no. Well, it sounds stupid, but it, it's kind of been a reoccurring theme in uh, a lot of Zelda games, but usually after you beat the game, they go to return the sword. <laughs> So, like, I think it happens in the Link to the Past, too, if memory serves me correct. Uh, and it happens in Ocarina because he returns the sword to go back to his youth. Because mm. when he takes the sword is when he time skips to become, uh, I don't know if you want to say an adult or teenager, young adult. So at the end of the game, he puts it back to go back to being young Link. Mm. Um, so that, that really has been a reoccurring theme. Um, but as to why it looks like that now is, is anybody's guess. Um, uh, got one person chance saying Ocarina is the best Zelda. Um, it, it's up there, but man, Breath of the Wild, this one, fuck, man, this one. Mm. So, I hate to put on a pedestal so soon, but fuck, man. So this is, this so is a good. great question I'd love to do like a poll with on social media. Cause like a lot of people seem to say Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, whatever. Um, Breath of Wild is probably a third or whatever. 
I really like um what's that Wii game? Uh Twilight Princess. Oh, oh, uh, Spirit Twilight Train. Princess. That one Twilight was Princess. really good. I like that one. Oh yeah, Twilight dude. That that's the beauty about Zelda games. Like even even the Game Boy ones. They're uh, all good. They're I, all good. I, I, if I was to compare the Game Boy ones, which I, I think the one I was talking about, the four-player one, I don't think that's considered like an uh, actual canon Zelda game, but that would be my favorite just because of the cloud aspect. It's... Mm, I don't want to call it canon, but they kind of put it like... Because I think like uh, Four Swords, I think it's kind of like on the level of A Link to the Past. Like, like, like whatever, um, whatever timeline point like that game is, they kind of plug in some other ones, like right next to it type thing. Is um, that the same with Triforce Heroes? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. I know you linked me, um, or, or tried to link me uh, a timeline thing, and uh, and I I don't know if it was the, the official Nintendo one, but, you know, Nintendo released the official one, like, a while ago. Like, I actually, I think they... My friend might have it. I think they might even release, like, an encyclopedia... Yeah, they've actually um, released a hardcover book about it. It's, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what it's called, but I know it's black. It's got a black cover, and I believe they sell it. I don't know if they still sell it, but on the yeah. official Nintendo site. I was like, I need yeah. to buy that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I need to as well. <laughs> but it's so funny how, like, they never did it, and dare I use the word recent, because it's been out for a little bit now. I think I'm trying to remember when they finally released it. It might have been before Breath of the Wild, but they finally, like, put it together, so to speak. And well, they did put it together, and I was wrong. We've been saying that there's been three timelines, but there's actually four timelines. I know you. I know you said that. I haven't looked at it yet. One um, of them, is, uh, Link is dead. Uh, I can't remember which timeline that is, but there's one. I think it was um, was it Majora's Mask? No, it might have been one of the other ones. But one of the timelines, it's called uh, a Fallen Hero, and that's when <laughs> Link actually dies. I don't remember that. Like I, I do know like. Like I said, I know there's a timeline where, because of Ocarina of Time, there's a split. Mm. There's one where, you know, he succeeds, and there's one where he fails. I don't remember him dying. <laughs> but I'll, I'll have to look. We, we, we could table that for another, for another discussion. But, um, but yeah. sticking, with, sticking with Tears of the Kingdom, like, ah, uh, God, I can't wait. I well, cannot wait. Speaking of another thing I see, maybe it was just a cutscene, I don't know. But mm-hmm. it, it makes me kind of hopeful because, like, don't get me wrong, I like Link. He's a great character. But I would love to see, like, other characters being played, like, maybe more Zelda. And mm-hmm. in this game, I think it's Zelda. Um, She's in, like, some kind of, like, sandy tomb area where there's, like, cogwheels spinning. It almost looks like a dungeon. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she's in the main center. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what happens if there's, like, certain dungeons or certain events where you actually play as Zelda and get her perspective on certain things? Unfortunately, I'm I, I'm not. I, I think it's overdue, and it probably I don't want to say needs to happen, but can or should. However, I'm gonna poo-poo that and say it's not gonna happen at all. Mainly because of the very last line she says in the trailer. She says, "Link, you need to find me." <laughs> so, like, well, that could be the perfect thing. Like, it's, it's like a Prince of Persia. She, her trying to break herself out, and then that's when when she's on her journey back. That's where Link also meets up with her in the middle, and they get out together. Because that's what I was looking with, like the dungeon time thing. Because like she yeah. looks like she was stuck, and I'm like, maybe. Well, most likely they won't do because you know they always focus on the main character. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'd just be cool to get her perspective because Zelda to me is one of those characters, kind of like Peach, where 
She's not helpless. She's a fighter, and you've clearly seen that with Breath of the Wild and some other games where she uses the arch, the was it the ultimate bow, whatever helps mm-hmm. you with the Horus and all that. Light, light, light arrow, light arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think people really kind of do want it as well, but I, I just unfortunately I don't see it happening yet. Um. I think. Wait, do you even get the user in Age of Calamity? I'm trying. I'm trying to remember now if you do. I think you do. Yeah, you do. Um, so that's probably the most you're going to get out of playing as Zelda. Because <laughs> <laughs> Zelda to me is like, you know, usually out of all, like, I don't know if you want to call them princesses, damsels, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's the one that annoys me the least because she actually is useful to Link. She's not just using them and all that stuff. She's actually up front in the battles most of the time with Link trying to get this thing solved for Hyrule. Yep. Except in the Link to the Past because she's like Sleeping Beauty the whole game. <laughs> yeah, but most of the time, like she's always usually front and center, trying to get things done too, not just leave it up to Link. Yeah, I mean she 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 had uh, now this is gonna kind of shit on Peach a little bit, but <laughs> she has a very important role in everything in every game, yeah. like extremely important. Like you're not going to succeed without her type of role, right? Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Um, but um, but yeah, man, I I can't wait. I I, I don't um. I don't know if it's been said at all as to if Nintendo has given an estimated time of completion on this game. I kind of almost don't want to know. I feel like, so this is the thing that trips me out about the trailer and the gameplay is Mm -hmm. that I don't know if this is played on PC because, you know, for their tech demos, they can actually play their games on PC. That's usually how they format it. Um, And the game runs in 60 frames per second, which looks beautiful. Mm -hmm. But is it going to run the same way on Switch? Mm-hmm, of course not. <laughs> so, but at the same time, you know, looking at how massive, you know, massive it is with this final trailer, seeing all these different um, settings and all that stuff, like from the desert mm-hmm. to the forest to the sky, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have a feeling it's going to be a quarter longer or maybe maybe half longer than what Breath of the Wild was. Like, add Breath of the Wild time plus, like, another half or a quarter to that, which what, yeah, I think it was, like, it- 200 hours if you do it complete. I, I never, I didn't 100% Breath of the Wild. Um, and, and by 100%, I mean I didn't collect all the Korok things. Oh, they like, called I did Korok? All... I thought they were the rupees. No, Korok. Is that, that's the seed, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, that's the only thing I didn't do. I did, like, all mm. the um, the shrines. Like, I did make it a point to do all those. But I didn't do the Korok seed. So, um, like I said, if Nintendo had a trophy system, I'd be all over that shit, but uh, they, they don't, so uh, I'm, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and, I, and, and I don't remember what the reward was either. Like, I think it has something to do with, like, maybe the Master Sword is... No, the Master Sword is unbreakable, I think, anyway. I don't remember what the reward was, but uh, it, was it didn't very, seem to... Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, it wasn't rewarding, exactly. Um, but... Um... I would have to. Oh man, I'm gonna pop in my game very soon here. Um, I might even do that tonight instead of Sneevel. Now that we're talking about it, so hyped. Um, I don't remember how many hours I put in, but um, but I know it tracks it in the menu, so I'll have to, I'll have to look. And it's funny because that's one of the rare Zelda games that actually does give you a percentage, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and the other thing too, this is what I dislike about Zelda. I mean, I mean not Zelda in general, but just this Zelda because I think this is the first one they did it for. Um, they had the new game plus option. Mm, I don't need that. Not for which this, is, at least. Which is weird because most. I mean, maybe it's a recent trend, but new game plus usually adds a little bit more. New game mm-hmm. plus is nowadays just you're playing the new game. You're just replaying the game again. No added addition. Yeah, what what Zelda has done in the past 
and they usually do it with like a promotional release is they'll do uh, what's called is the um, master quest. So it'll you replay it from the beginning, but it'll be a harder version of the game. Um, so I don't remember if they did that for Breath of the Wild. Um, I have to I have to look, but um, but yeah. Oh God, I, I wish I could you know watch the like well, I could watch the trailer whenever I want. But if we had it right next to us, so I could talk about it more because I'm kind of brain farting. But um, maybe we can revisit this next week because we'll have all our timelines in order. We can discuss the timelines. We can talk, yeah, we discuss can. the gameplay, what we'd like to see, what we might see. But, but the countdown is 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 here. It's I think it was 28 days, right? Uh, I know I see it every day on Twitter. There's like a you know particular uh, person that's counting it down and everything. And uh, I have to put in some days, some this, annual leave. And <laughs> this year has been. I, I want to say 2022 was a year for entertainment, but dude, this year like it's insane. Like we have Zelda, which looks good. It's been blown my expectations recently with everything I've seen. Crash Team Rumble, which is another game I'm looking forward to. And then the topic we're going to transition here very shortly is Final Fantasy 16. And I'm going to be honest, I crapped on this game because, you know, like, I knew it was going to be good because Final Fantasy, it's always good. But seeing what um, it looks like, do you want to transition to the topic right now? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. So Final Fantasy 16, the state of play just happened yesterday or the day before. And when I seen this gameplay, it doesn't look like Final Fantasy to me. It looks like Elden Ring meets, you know, Devil May Cry or one of those games because it looks beautiful. It's massive. Like, to me, it looks almost too massive where you're just fully exploring. Um, the, the rendering distance is amazing. I don't know if that's done by PC or if that's actual PS5 footage. Um, but that's insane. The combat uh, is very smooth. I love how you can, you know... Because with normal Final Fantasy games, usually there's a lot of time where you, like fight and then you have to use a menu to switch back and forth this one almost seems like seamless switching in combat where you can go from magic to sweet uh to uh slashing combat and chain combo that with other stuff um and then also uh was it the, like the style of the game looks like when i say it doesn't look like final fantasy it like the style has changed completely it doesn't have like that japanese anime look it looks like an actual western game like elden ring <laughs> so um I think the state of play was like, what was it, like 25 plus minutes or something? 20, 20 26 minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, first and foremost, before any of this footage ever came out, when mm-hmm. I remember just, just reading about it, my initial uh, thoughts were like, damn, this sounds like Game of Thrones meets Final Fantasy. And I'm like, if it is anything like that, like, I can't fucking wait. Like, Yes, please. Um, and now that we have so much footage, um, it, it it really does have that 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 feel, that theme, uh, with like the different how like you want to say different houses, you know, the different uh, the, the 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 icons, you know, um, are for different like you know houses, I guess, or different uh, um, fucking brain farting, um, different castles or whatever, um, but. Um, to your point with the action or, or the gameplay, it, it really is all action based. Like there is no turn based in this at all, uh, and um, it is the first Final Fantasy game to function in this capacity. Um, right now, there actually is an outcry for that. Um, Wait, really? Uh, yes, there is. 
there is uh, a lot of... Uh, I don't think it's going to deter sales. <laughs> Let me be clear. It's not going to deter any sales. But there's a lot of um, fanboys um, and fangirls that uh, are upset that, that they're taking this approach um, and that it's going to kill the franchise. It's not going to kill the franchise. To let's me, stop. I think it hyped let's it up stop. more than anything. <laughs> let's, st- let's stop there. Um, I'm not against it. I'm... But, I, I don't, I'm not going to shit on it like these people are. I, I'm, I'm for it. But I still also prefer like the traditional part of it because that's what's made Final Fantasy. It's, that's what it's, it's, um, it was built upon. Um, but they want to experiment. They can. That's fine. I'm still going to enjoy the shit out of it. It's not going to detour anything for me. Um, but I, I think I do... Well, let's see when I get my hands on it. I don't want to jump too quick to conclusions here. But seven worked fantastic. This is taken that any reminiscent of uh, turn base out of it. To your point, right? It's it's my, my fear with this is if if it's like fifteen and if it's too like hack and slashy. That's my fear. I don't think it will be though. I really don't think so. Watching how that state of play worked, um, but that's my concern. I don't like, think it's gonna be like that at all. I, I hope not. But I also think it depends how you play it. And what I mean by that, and I'm sure you watched every minute of that, right? Yes, I did. Okay. So they mentioned, like, you could, at the very start of your play, you could kind of toggle into two different forms, right? The the action-type play like where... four or five like different skill trees, and you could either be, like, a, a melee magic... You, you can choose what gameplay style you want, depending on what skill tree you... You slot into and you can no, even not, mix and match. Not, not, not skill, I'm not talking about skill trees. Uh, they're talking about before you even start the gameplay. There, there's an option that that you could toggle or, or switch on. Oh, between where, story and combat. Yes, there we go. The story mode or, or not story mode, but the story play versus uh, action play or something like that. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Because <clears throat> um, like, if you are more versed in action games, then they're like, you know, choose that. But if you just want to. You know, not worry about pairing and not worry about evading and not worrying about this and that. Should choose the story mode or story play, I'm sorry, because there's like accessories that you could equip that'll do those things for you when you're in the game. Um, so, with that said, I don't know which one I'm going to select. <laughs> I could already tell because, you which one I'm going to do. I'm going to go action. Yeah, you're going to do. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, but, and that's the thing, right? It's like, like I really want to, like, you know, you're going to enjoy, you're going to get the story no matter what, yeah. but it's like, you know, so nonetheless, um, I just want to get that out. Um, to your point, it does look fucking beautiful. It looks amazing. And, uh, it has me conflicted on what game of the year is going to be. <laughs> so I, I can already tell you now, as much as Breath of the Wild looks fantastic, I think it's between Final Fantasy 16 and Hogwarts Legacy. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you right now, when I seen Final Fantasy 16 gameplay, I was as impressed as when I was watching Hogwarts Legacy. And that doesn't happen often. Because when I seen the combat change to being just seamless, like, because, mm-hmm. like, I, I know you're more of a Final Fantasy, you know, purist than I am. And it's kind of funny that we're on opposite of the spectrum because usually I argue for tradition. This one, I'm like, this is a great change for me. And obviously, like you said, there's people that are outcrying for the opposite. But uh-huh. to me, this looks like it, it, it knocks Breath of the Wild out of contention game of the year i i i wouldn't go that far yet i i wouldn't i i just i wouldn't do that 
Well, if you look at the trends, like Elden Ring won last year. Because, like, looking... Like, I'm not trying to take it away, and I want to go backwards and talk about Zelda. We gave it its time, and we'll talk more about it. So I really want to talk about Final Fantasy XVI. Like, going back to the state of play, like like I said, the game looks amazing. Uh, um, really fucking amazing. Um, but, like, where I think it, 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 dare I say, loses flair is where you go through all the different areas through the map. Um, and I understand why they have to take that approach because to have as beautiful as that world looks like when you go through every zone, so to speak, to make that an open world, full-fledged map, it would be, I don't even know if that's achievable unless it was like a PC game. I don't know. Like, I don't know if that exists. Like, I mean, well, I don't, we, we they, truly they... don't know how big it actually is for what they showed. It does look pretty big. Um, but we really don't know. So right? I, I can tell you this: it does exist because they use a simple trick called preloading. All you, so it's it's kind of like how zone rendering and RCS works, where you load into it. But because mm-hmm. the SSD is so much faster, when you go into certain zones, the back one that you just went starts d uh, was called um, kind of like unloading itself, while the other one starts loading itself in front of you. So you can see all the zones in front of you from that camera point. But everything else is actually kind of gone. So that's what gives you that massive open world experience and makes it seem seamless compared to, you know, just loading in from a fast travel. That's that's why they're able to achieve that look because they have the SSD to back them up with that just quick loading to make it look that, that massive open world. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, th- they took that approach. Um, so, and like, I feel it. like, huh? And I love it. Oh, that's fine. I mean, I, I feel like it's it's a little bit of a ding in, in the scoring grade. Um, I, I think once you play it, you're gonna realize that the obviously they're gonna make you go through exploration the first time. But if you talk, if you if, if you actually um watch the state of play, it tells you that the map updates with you as you go along. So there'll be more fast travel points that keep dinging up. So after you explore and see all of its beauty, instead of going back by horse or chocobo, whatever, you can just fast travel. And I think that's yeah. where people are gonna realize that. That's not going to be an issue. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Uh, I, I just don't think it was 100% communicated that way. I think um, they pretty much explained that it updates. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because uh, I'm not sold on it just like uh, 15 didn't do that. Well, 15 um, was an older game. I think they learned from their mistakes. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed. But uh, with that said, um, the, the other ding I would give on it, and I don't know why I'm going so negative with my with my discussion here, but I don't think the not the voice acting, but the lip movement of the voice acting didn't really care for it. Um, but we'll we'll see how that plays out as it goes. Other than that, I don't think I really got anything negative to say. The icon icon battles looked fucking ridiculous and amazing, and I liked the fact that they said that they're not all like I guess linear, like they're not the same. Uh, like I guess if I don't know if, what reason you would have to go back and play it, but that they can be different. Um, I'm also trying to figure out like what because they they kind of make it seem like Clive is the original owner of Efrit, but then you fight as Phoenix and fight as well. They they show so, that so, to so, you already. Phoenix isn't you. Uh, it's the it's prince. Joshua. Yeah. 
and and, Cl- and Clive is Ifrit, but he is almost like possessed like a demon. Like you can see when he's attacking, Ifrit's forms start coming out through like the aspect form, and then when he fully goes Ifrit, that's when he turns into that big monster beast. But like going back to the skill trees, right? Because you're you mentioned that earlier. The skill trees they've shown, you could like learn other elements from other icons. So like I don't know, like it just it just makes me wonder. It's like okay, well, is this like due to jack of all trades, and he could like fucking turn into different icons too? Like that's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, I think it's uh, uh, honestly the way that it looks like they're using the summons or whatever you call them. Mm-hmm. It basically looks like spirits because like if you look in Clive's face, he has a mark on his cheek. And yeah. He doesn't have that in the beginning of the game, but he adapts it when you see him start changing. And I think it's possession that's that's what's happening to him. He's getting Maybe. possessed by these Which spirits. Would, well. I wouldn't say possessed, but he's probably uh, um, absorbing. I, I would, I, the reason why I say possession is because when you look at the prince, I forgot what his name is, but you could tell when he gets angry and scared, he gets possessed by the phoenix, and that's when he turns to that beast unintentionally. And it looks like when Clive gets angry, he fully turns into Ifrit. I think I think it's more controlled than that. But But to your point with Joshua, I think the reason why it was... Uh, shown that way is because he was a child, right? So therefore, yes, it did take over. Versus, um, they never show Joshua older, right? They only show him as a kid. And I don't know if that's also when Clive is in his um, adolescent years, or if it's in his teen years, or because they said he's you're going to experience him in his teens, twenties, and thirties. Yeah. So the Joshua bit, I I don't know if that's when Clive is in his teens or twenties. I don't think it's when he's in his thirties. Well, if if you look at the beginning, when is that the, what the prince's name is, Joshua? Yeah. So the when, the, the, the blonde haired kid, right? Yeah, the yeah. Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Joshua. So when you see that scene, you could clearly tell it's in his teen years because Clive looks like he's one of those boy band people now because right. he doesn't that's, have that's the thing. Yeah. But because Joshua is you know possessed by the Phoenix, I have a feeling he's going to age differently than Russ because the Phoenix is mortal. It doesn't really age. It just it constantly regen. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm feeling because it's that possession. He may look the same, maybe a little older, but I feel like he's going to have retain that young look. While Clive is just going to keep looking older and older because he's just battle, you know, tired. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that those things looked amazing, and I can only can't wait to experience them on my TV. <laughs> um, and uh, like I said, the skill tree. I'm always a fan of skill trees. Um, I love that when they had it for uh, I think it was ten had very large skill trees um so give me that um man what, what else did I say i think the story hopefully is really good i know they gave off a little bit but uh oh you could tell it's gonna be good because from what i've seen it's not just one kingdom that came after joshua's kingdom it was like a combination of armies coming together that's why you see clive going to these different nations taking them over because right. you know what they did but one thing that i what i thought was really good um, is when they showed these massive summoner battles, is that it seemed like it was actual full-on environment. Like you're fight, you're flying and fighting through these open fields, and it doesn't. It's not like pre-rendered like a linear path. You're basically mm-hmm. just tracking mm-hmm. and fighting in, in this giant monster format. Um. Well, I think some of it is linear, to be honest, because that's why they sh- like going back to the Phoenix Bahamut fight. It w- it turned into a side scroller, right? Mm. Um. And they kind of mentioned that, like, and that's why they were saying not every fight is the same because the scaling um, would be difficult. I guess, 
well, not that, but I guess the perception. Maybe maybe skating probably was an issue, to be honest. But like, but no, they were saying like um, the experience would be different based because uh, even the perception, the play style, will, and that's why like you saw the one that was a side scroller. You saw one where it was like almost dare I say Sonicy, where it was like kind of like pushing through. Uh, um, what which one like, is the one where there was a guy chasing the phoenix and he was like shooting fireballs at him? It looked like a fast paced like Star Fox thing where it was just like a basically they're both running. Um, yeah. The creature was just nonstop throwing fireballs like it was like you know some kind of like you know shooter. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I I I I don't vividly recall that part, but um, I just do remember like kind of like locking down and doing damage. Big numbers pop up. I think I saw one that was like like. Two million, or was it two billion, or something? I was like, "What the fuck?" Like at that point, it gets a little, little, little too much. But you know, I guess people like big numbers. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think another um, dare I say downfall here? I go talking negative again. Is you, you only play as Clive? That's it. Like there, there are other people that accompany you, but they're all AI controlled. Um. I, I that's a first I think as well for Final Fantasies. Um, I'm okay with that. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to really think now. I mean, like Dirge of Cerebus, I guess when you play as Vincent all the way through, that'd be the, the other. But that's not like a true Final Fantasy, like installment. So, yeah, I think that's also a first. So, so um, maybe you can answer this question. Yes. Why do you think they changed the art style? Because I'm a fan that they changed it. Because don't so, get me wrong, I like the Japanese look, but this more rugged like western look fits this game perfectly so it's funny you say that because in actuality some of the original final fantasies are in this manner except you just wouldn't know because they're 8-bit 16-bit yeah they're pixelated this is actually og final fantasy look what you're seeing and it's weird when you look at it, because there's two characters that kind of look like the Japanese look like Clive when he's in his early teens. He kind of has that look, and then also, um, it's like a blonde girl, I don't remember her name, but she kind of has like that mm-hmm. Tifa look mm-hmm. to her. But then everybody else looks like classic Western, you know, knight thing, medieval thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, I like that. I like that they actually changed the style just for that, because before when you played like 15, 14, 8, whatever, they all had that Japanese look to them. Yeah, yeah. 15 definitely was... That was the epitome of boy band look. <laughs> um, but 15 was unique a little bit too because they kind of they tried to like do a little bit of a modernized look, especially with the car and everything, which I did like and I did enjoy. But um, but yeah, Final Fantasy started looking really fantasy. Um, I mean, seven. I don't know where you put seven in that. Seven wasn't like extremely fantasy looking. In my opinion, eight well, I didn't play. Seven looked Not like a Japanese really game. Did start. Like, look at Cloud, look at Aerith, look at Tifa, look at Sephiroth. They look like the classic Japanese characters. Boy okay, band I'll, Japanese I'll... characters. Well, I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't look say... at the Cloud. Come on now. Cloud, uh, what's his name? The if, captain. If, if, you're call, if, if you're calling them boy band, then they were boy band before boy band. They were the original Backstreet Boys. NSYNC, exactly. They were the originals. So, so how dare you? How dare you admonish them? <laughs> um, no, but 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 yeah, this actually is uh, homage to original Final Fantasies, to be honest. Speaking of which, we're, we're still going to talk about sixteen because there's still a lot more yes. I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But are you getting the pixel collection? 
for I want, Final Fantasy I want, 1 through, was it 6? I wanted, yeah, I wanted to get the collectors, and I didn't get it, so I don't know. So I was going to pull the trigger, but I seen that it was only for PS4 and Switch. And I was like, why isn't PS5 on there? Like, obviously, you can still play the PS4 game on PS5, Correct. but you're not going to get that enhanced performance. I mean, they're pixel games. Yeah, but there's a difference between <laughs> have, having a PS4 cover and a PS5 cover. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. It's a very minor difference, but it's that difference I I care about. I know what you're saying a little bit. I know what you're saying. Because uh, Among Us has a PS5 version. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, I mean... Ultimately, it's like yeah, whatever. But whatever um, but but but, <laughs> but to answer your question, I wanted to. Uh, I missed out on the um, collector's edition. I don't know if they're gonna do any uh, restocking of it. Um, so since I missed out on it, I don't think I'm gonna get the collection. However, comma, I really do want to replay six because that's for those pixel type games. I'll say that's my favorite. So I just so good. I think it's lame. I know we've talked about this before. How Square Enix wants to just dominate their own market with their site. I think Mm -hmm. it sucks that you can only buy the collection, the pixel collection, physical Mm -hmm. from this site. I wish they partnered up with like Best Buy, Target, GameStop, whatever. Because I don't. I like. I like it because I think it hinders the bots. I think and the resellers. No, because bots usually go to online sales that's what they do when you go have physical stuff they use they the employees there to limit you but i feel like the bots are more prone to be made for those big outlets like you said the best buys no, of the world well, no, what i'm saying is when you go in store there's a difference between in store and online like have them ship the pix collection in store where you have to pre-order in store and pick it up no game does it that way anymore. There's still a couple games that still do it. But I'm saying that they need to go back to that because that would be awesome. But, you know, it is what it is. They didn't do it. But I think it was kind of like a missed opportunity because I, I, that's also another reason why it deterred me from getting it because I didn't want to buy from the site. Oh, so buying from the site doesn't deter me at all. I've, I've buying everything from their site. <laughs> I just missed out on that one. Um I, I I wasn't it wasn't on my radar though to be honest with you like I I dare I even say I was on the fence like I I was I was just like eh and then I saw it and I was like ah oh, that looks pretty badass well, let me let me see if I can get it sold out well, okay whatever but um but you could still buy I mean you could still buy them individually um as well like i want to buy the whole collection i want to buy the individual well i mean you can only buy the collection as a whole but i mean individually you can only buy them i believe digitally yeah 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 so um so yeah that answers your question um but going back to 16 i want to say this i love how we're on opposite sides of the fence here because usually for games i'm a traditionalist and Mm -hmm. you are now the opposite where you're defending certain things that you would love to see Mm -hmm. and i'm all Mm -hmm. for for the progression and I, I love how the no. tables have turned because before you're like, oh, you should just be more, you know, open. Well, and now you're the it, opposite. <laughs> calling it, hold on, calling it progression is an opinion. I'm not saying it's not progression. I'm just saying like that, that's an opinion. Um, once again, I'm not like shitting on it. Like the, the, I'm, I'm saying is, is this is a new venture for Final Fantasy, right? Um, I've 
only known and dare I use the word preferred because you're so used to it. Exactly because I'm so well, used to it. So that's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm not I'm not boycotting the game because this is the direction they're going for gameplay. I don't think anybody is going to do that. But there is an outcry right now that people are. This isn't the way it's supposed to go. They're going to ruin the franchise. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, calm down, nerds. <laughs> well, well, it's funny because that, that's what I say when I do that argument, and you're the opposite. So I, I just got, I just got to give you shit right now because you know no, you, this... you can take me shit. Like it's fine. Like I, I'm still going to stick to my guns and say that without me having my hands on this and experience it, that I, I feel like the seven uh, um, remake was fantastic and and was like the perfect siphon or whatever you know combination of both styles um we'll we'll see how this one goes i'm not i'm I'm, I'm, like i said i'm not boycotting it i got my collector's edition i'm happy i can't wait like it looks good it looks good i'm my my concern with this is if it ends up too hack and slashy that that's really it that's my only concern because Seven didn't even feel like that. Well, that's because they tried to get... Seven had a little bit more strategy because you had to cycle through characters. See, that's the other concern. You only have Clive. And... Well, this is why I'm saying it's going to act exactly like Elden Ring because if you see that seamless combination between, like, Mm -hmm. frost magic, fire magic, slashing, Mm -hmm. like, it looks like they got the combat system nailed for that seamless combination. Mm -hmm. Like, you -hmm. you could see where he can go from a lock-on, from ice... You know, ice school ice beams, whatever you want to call them, than to mm-hmm. using Ifrit's arm as spectral form. Like mm-hmm. it looks like they just nailed it. I hope so. I mean, it, it, like I said, it looks fucking fantastic. Um, until I actually play it, this is weird. Final Verticab. No, I was playing. <laughs> but I just think it's funny because, like, when I heard about this, I was like, "Oh, that sounds cool. It's interesting." Mm-hmm. But then when I seen the gameplay, like I said. I haven't been impressed in a game in a long time, except for Hogwarts Legacy. And the fact mm-hmm. I'm getting that same level of excitement is very rare from two games in a row, mm-hmm. and it almost makes me want to pre-order the game, even though I said I was going to wait for it to be on sale, just because of mm-hmm. how grand it looks, how open, yeah, you know, large does. open world, the combat being as smooth as it is, and also I'm gonna be honest with you, as much as I love anime and all that stuff, it's nice to not see the anime look in this game. I like to see that Western look. Yeah, no, it's it it is uh it is great and like i said this is real realistically what final fantasies were built on like you have to your point that westernization look but there's still uh, a very uh, dare i say very heavy influence of fantasy but it's 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 kind of like the backdrop right um um but yeah like i it makes me wonder i i i think i think it's maybe safe to say that we're we're not going to get that Final Fantasy 15 uh, DLC fucking type pushes, thankfully, but who knows? Please, Square Enix, don't do that. <laughs> uh, if you do DLC, like, if you keep it, like, here and now, I'm kind of going a little bit against my talking about Clyde here, Clive here and how it's only Clive, but if you're going to do a DLC, expand on whatever universe you have, like, within, you know, this game. Like, don't try to fucking piece together shit that I, I, I should have gotten before the game even came out, or whatever, or with the game. Um, with all that said, um, we didn't get any more blood than we did when Joshua's part, but then that might not have been blood, that might have been him transforming, I don't know. I, I think they're trying uh, to keep all that good stuff, you know, for the game. Hopefully, 
Um, I know they also, in one of the early trailers, kind of uh, hinted at a... I'm, you're not going to see actual fucking, but, but like, you know, sex scenes or something of that magnitude. Um, so that would be interesting. I want to see um, full-on chocobo action. <laughs> yeah, so we have we saw chocobos, we saw moogles. Uh, Speaking of moogles, I want to yes. say they look so weird in that whole world, and the moogles just looking the exact same they've always had. But that's Final Fantasy! Like, and, and, and they're just floating right in, like, there. the most Moogle. random spots Moogle. in the open world, too, which is hilarious. Moogle. Moogle. Um, that's not fancy. Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I just think it was like, funny, yeah, like he's no, going no, yeah, through, and then you see like a mountain and a moogle yeah, sitting yeah, there right on the side. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what up? <laughs> what up? You got some words for me? I got some things to sell. <laughs> you got coin. I got um, what you need for that coin. That was indeed. Um, but yeah, it lo- it looks like uh, I know. I know we brought this up in a previous podcast where I think, unlike Zelda. Uh, they they came and they said the the amount of playtime it would possibly take just to get through the story, just story, and they had it about like whatever it was like I don't want to say it was like did I say thirty hours? That's not too bad. Yeah, and I think that's what you said. And I'm like, doesn't seem enough. Well, and you and, gotta and, remember, and, but, but Hogwarts just... Legacy was like that going through the story, and then after the story, I... you get this massive open world side quest. No, no, and, I, and, and, and I and I understand that. That's what I'm saying. That's just main story looking at the map it looks like there's going to be a lot of like you know going back and forth side quests and i'm all for that kind of stuff i love that shit so so with that said i think i'm going to get a lot of uh um gameplay and replay value out of it um trying to think of all the other high marks i want to give right now based on it but i just can't bold and underscore enough how fucking beautiful it looks like oh my god so it just it's just it's it's just like all Oh, like oh god, like mouth drops and everything. Like god damn, it looks fucking awesome. Well, it's kind of funny too because like I know we were talking about like traditional style. Like you see the chocobo looking cartoonish, like a basically a big giant chicken bird. Um, <laughs> it looks, in my opinion, I know people like the old look, but it looks better in this game, in my opinion, just because I love how the feathers actually seem like they flop around. They don't seem like that hard two D feather where it's like that seems stuffy. It like almost looks like um. Well, I guess fur in a way, <laughs> and I love the, just the movement of their legs and the head flopping back and forth, making more look natural like a horse. Yeah, so we didn't really get uh, um, a lot of I, I don't want to say game, I guess game time with them in seven uh, remake, but they that's what they kind of looked like to me from seven. I mean, you you didn't get to experience the chocobos like you did, and as the, the way it looks, you don't get experience with it in this game like you did in seven, but that's what they kind of looked like to me. They kind of looked pretty identical, um, which, which is how they're. This is how they. I think they should look. <laughs> I mean, um, so so I think they did do them justice. Uh, I know you also didn't play uh, uh, the first soldier on the mobile game, which is now gone. But uh, I mean, the 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 the, um, the graphics didn't look this beautiful, but the chocobos in that game kind of resemble this too a little bit to me so um so yeah they, they did a damn good job with them um so i um, I, I do yeah. want to go back I'm, I'm sure if you want to add any more to that the chocobos no no we're good with chocobos. so hopefully to breed them <laughs> that'd be cool to have like different color chocobos no i mean um, I, I i don't say that as a joke i mean in, almost in every final fantasy you could you could breed them 
Yeah, and they come in different colors, and supposedly there's going to be different kind of mounts too. So and and, and usually the color associates associates with what they could do, i.e., go Bash over water, go yeah. yep, and go over mountains and stuff like that. So so going from a gameplay perspective, because one thing yes. I I know is as I mentioned, you know, when you're walking around through the mountains and all stuff, you see the mogul there, mogul. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they're going to act as also besides just the shop, you know, the merchant, whatever. I wonder if those are actually the signal, the the symbols of fast travel points, because when he when you run past him and you, you see shortly after they open the map, that's when a new icon popped up in the area. Um, that's a good observation, and that wouldn't surprise me. That'd be a good use of a Moogle. <laughs> um, and then also another thing too, because I know you're you're talking about what you don't want to see and what you do want to mm-hmm. see, and mm-hmm. I know you you talked about fifteen and all its negatives, but I think you said that because you have seen the potential it did, and I think yeah. from sixteen. I think they mm-hmm. realize their mistakes because I hope so. They're going back with um, what was the character's name in fifteen? Noctis. Noctis. It seems like they're following the same route. Like Noctis, when he was younger, older, you know, mid-teens, whatever, and then getting older, they're doing that with Clive. And I'm like, they mm-hmm. probably realize that's a story they mm-hmm. want to keep telling, but mm-hmm. I think they found the format they're gonna do it, so it doesn't seem all confusing like fifteen had. Because you didn't mm-hmm. just have that opinion of it being, um, you know, what's it called? Not convoluted, but like basically, you know, all mixed up, or it, it, it didn't seem like um, it, 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 was it, it wasn't exactly. It wasn't linear, but it also wasn't non-linear. It was just like all over. It was. It. A, it was to me. It was a hot mess. It really was. Yeah, it, I feel like because of that, they realize that's why they're starting off. You know, when the kingdom falls, you see Clive when he's younger, and you see Joshua, and then you. That's why you. They specifically say you see him progress through his years to make it that mm-hmm. linear format that you want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that though too, like and I, and I did say that, but the other concern I have with that, unless they do it like they did with seven, where you could like um, seamlessly change chapters, right? Because we're talking now, we're talking about revisiting areas, right? Like I could only assume you're going to go through certain areas <clears throat> more and than once. more than once, yeah, and and landscapes are going to change, right? Based on wars and battles. And stuff of that magnitude so um that's gonna be interesting that's gonna be an interesting dynamic i think they're gonna do a good job because just from the engine it looks like the environment and all that stuff in the weather mm-hmm. the, the change mm-hmm. between like the desert jungle and all that stuff it looks like they're gonna nail it because there's games now that you know like if you played um or the ring shadow of war shadow mordor you go back to place and if you conquered it or didn't conquer it, you could see the changing in the region hogwarts legacy had the same thing where you progress throughout your whole year, and as you progress, it goes through the months, like, you know, winter, summer, spring, whatever. And I have a feeling, you know, like you said, it's probably going to change that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But then, what was it? I think i seen that they also advertise an item where it's like a, a time band, where after you beat the game, you can actually go back to certain points in that time to replay those things. Mm, I might have missed that part. I could be just... I, I don't know if those in state of play or if I've seen that as a Twitter post, but I I, I mm-hmm. thought I seen something where after you beat the game, there is going to be mm-hmm. like a certain item you can get where you can actually specifically rewind certain events. I I believe so. I mean, because that's what um like I said, that's what seven did, right? Like you you bit it and then you could toggle to whatever chapter you wanted to, uh, especially when it comes to hundred percent in it, right? So like as you're playing it, there probably um there will be missables, right? But they won't feel that uh, punishing because you could go back to that particular point, right? Um, th- that's what I'm thinking too. Um, 
but yeah, I was I was I was giddy watching that thing because you start seeing all the different other Final Fantasy elements that people come to expect to see and love. Like, and I'm talking about like the naming convention. Like, you know, they showed the Marlboro, which is always a staple in Final Fantasies. Um, um, you know, they showed Bahamut. They showed uh, some other icons that were summons that probably aren't going to be something that you would. Uh, inherit probably powers from, but you get to fight, which is pretty fucking cool. And they also had one that looked like just like planet fucking size, and it said something like like icon unknown or something to that degree. And I was like, oh man, that's gonna be fucking. I don't know what to feel about that because like like even when you know, hate to keep falling off the rails here, but going back to seven and and the second from final battle when you're fighting the um uh. Uh, what's it called? Right before Sephiroth, the um, can't think of the name, but the big ass guy. Like, I, like I, I, I don't like in the moment you're you're like, oh, okay, this is cool. It's massive, it's big, but ultimately it's like, eh, you know, I don't know if I really liked it that. <laughs> so, um, but with icons, I mean, you're kind of it's a little bit different because you're talking about monsters, right? It's not like your little itty bitty cloud fighting this biggest thing. You're, you're actually embodying something different. So I think it makes more sense. So is that what they're called, um, icons? I thought they were called. Stars. Yeah, they're called icons. Okay. Well, in every in every Final Fantasy, they're known as summons. But mm. every, I shouldn't say every, but most Final Fantasies will call it a different name. So in this case, they're called icons. Like in Final Fantasy VI, they were called uh, Espers. Um, um, in Seven, did they just call them Summons? I think they just call them Summons. I think Ten. I think they're called something else in Ten. Are they called something else Ten? I don't know. But either way, yes. Moral of the story is they they can have a different name, okay. but ultimately they're Summons. Because when, um, when I see in them, they almost like you know when you think of like primal beings, they look like the absolute embodiment of a primal being, just massive, gigantic yeah. creatures that just live off their. The environment that they're supposed to inhabit, like the glacier icon, the uh, uh, what was the one that was in the volcano area or the mountain area? Uh, well, fire would be Ifrit, so that would probably be volcano, I would think. Um, Shiva is uh, ice, Garuda is wind or, or arrow, um, ground or earth is Titan, um, Odin is. I don't know what element Odin would be. It sounds like wind or thunder. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, just like any type of uh, fantasy stuff, you know, there's there's the elemental origins of everything, right? Uh, Bahamut is well, is a dragon, so his element is. I don't know what his element would be. Not really anything, I guess. But uh, see, what other ones did they show? Um, there was a one trailer where uh, I think it was one of the first official ones where at the end. They started. Whoever was the voiceover was like naming all the uh, all the icons or summons, and it, to me it was like so reminiscent of like Mortal Kombat for some weird ass reason. <laughs> uh, but it, it was pretty cool. Um, shit, what other ones am I missing? Uh, oh, Leviathan is water. Uh, what other major one am I missing? Trying to think. I'm surprised they haven't made an icon off of chemicals yet. Because, like, well, obviously this one maybe not so much because it seems more medieval, but, like, in the future ones, there's a lot of corporations that deal with, like, you know, mining through oil and all that stuff or whatever. Um, What's they call it? What's that green stuff? Uh, what stuff? It, it's, like, green. It's, like, they had these giant factories. I think it was in 7, 
eight and maybe oh mako yeah uh-huh because like they have it on different planets too and like you see them drilling this like liquid thing i'm surprised they haven't made like an icon of that and like a life presence that came out of that um a giant tire monster garbage <laughs> i'm trying to think i mean i'm trying to think if seven actually did have a boss like that because they, they might have but not in the, not in the remake but the original um i just can't really think right now no, but like um, the the one like so the original Final Fantasy VII had a lot of summons that we're probably never going to see in any of these re- remakes. Um, Ten had some newer ones that weren't in previous Final Fantasies that did a good job. Like Yo Jimbo was a new one. I don't know if, uh, did you play Ten? Honestly, at this point, I don't remember. Okay, I'm, very, I'm lucky like, enough I, that I remember Seven, dude. <laughs> yeah, because well, t- Ten is also very good. Uh, ten is with Titus and Yuna. Waka, Aurin, Riku. Riku is babe. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Now I'm just Wait, hold on, did you say Riku now. is Bay? Yeah, or I, I said babe, but yeah, Bay works too. <laughs> uh, she's she's like Tifa 2.0. Oh, um, it's funny that you say because in Kingdom Hearts is a character called Riku, but he's a guy. I thought you were saying oh, I thought no, no, Riku no. was a guy. I'm like, what? No. He's the, Bay. The cool they <laughs> watch uh the thing that's funny about or the thing that's interesting about 10 because not every final fantasy but most of them have like kind of like a really renowned uh mini game that kind of goes with it and 10 had that blitz ball which was pretty much like soccer underwater and that was kind of pretty cool um but anyways back to uh what, what was i going with this we we're talking oh we we're talking about uh, summons right um but part part six, the 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 one I said I liked the best that was like pixelated, that one had a shit ton of summons in it, like so many summons. We we should do a like a side by side like alternate world let's uh, let's play because I played only a handful of um, Final Fantasies, some most of the original because of PlayStation Plus, and then mm-hmm. Final Fantasy Seven, um, and what was it? Uh, what's the girl with the pink hair? It was like X2 or 12 or whatever. Oh, uh, Lightning? Yeah, I played that Thir- one. 13. 13. But I, I, I should probably play through the whole Final Fantasy series from start to finish. And I, oh, I, dude, I, dude. I want you to play Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's the trade-off? <laughs> yes, because well, I'll be going some... through the full timeline and then you'll be playing Kingdom Hearts because well, obviously... See, there, is, there, there is no timeline. Every Final Fantasy is its own well, thing. You, well, you know what I mean. I'm talking about like the number order going forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first off, I haven't even done that. I haven't even played every single Final Fantasy. I, well, yes, exactly. No, I'm standing by that. I haven't even played. There's some I started I didn't even finish. But I finished quite a few of them, or a lot of them. Um, with that said, you will not do that. You, 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 that would be... It would be time-consuming, but it, it would be done. Yes, yeah, that, that would be probably longer uh, than a year of your time. I'm and that's not that. count. And that's not counting eleven and fourteen because those are MMOs. Well, you gotta also think that Kingdom Hearts doesn't just have Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three. They have Birth by Sleep. They have um, some of those like I don't know what you want to call them. It's like I guess music rhythm games and oh, some other stuff. On, you gotta go through that because it also adds to the no, story. <laughs> no, see that's silly. now that's silly because like Final Fantasy has those too. So no, we're not going down there. But the reason why I say it is because the whole Kingdom Hearts collection. Is on sale for like I think ten dollars on PS4, and you can get all the Kingdom Hearts games right there. 
All right, okay, fine. Yeah. At least play Kingdom Hearts 1, 2, 3, and Birth by Sleep. I don't have time to do this. Just like you don't have time to do what you're talking about. <laughs> Eventually it'll be done. I'm, I'm not saying it has to happen right away. You haven't just... even started Octopath Traveler 2 and you're talking about Final Fantasies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, the thing the thing that's funny uh, about Final Fantasies is like, and, and I guess why I always enjoyed them is because like, and I'll say this to shit on like games like this, but I always felt like I got my money's worth because every game usually is going to pump 100 plus hours out of me versus this at best like a dozen if i really take it if i really take it uh you know slow i mean these get fucking speed run in two and a half hours yeah i mean i'm not doing that after you get good you can't just speed run it right away no, no, no. Well, that's my point. I mean, not that's usually after the same hundreds of hours. But, 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 but even, but even the first run is eight to twelve hours. Yeah, but then, best. but then go through platinum and then do hard mode, survival I'm talk- mode. I'm, see, but I'm ah. talking about, I'm talking about pre-platinum days, pre-trophy days. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, like Final Fantasy games. Every every game, if you want to do one, just pick one. I guarantee you're gonna pump in a shit ton of hours than you would with a game like this. And that's why I've always enjoyed them. And that's really just RPGs in general, to be honest. Um, but I know it's not everybody's cup of tea because some people will say, oh, they're too slow. Or the my favorite part growing up was like, well, there's too much reading. I'm like, so? <laughs> like, like, you're just now just coming off as an uneducated prick. <laughs> I will say, though, like, gaming nowadays has made me dumber because... You know, when you play modern day, now I'm, I'm saying this as a good and bad thing, because like modern games do a lot of handholding. Even the new Nintendo games do a lot of handholding. But when I went to games I played when I was a kid, I'm like, mm-hmm. man, they didn't help you at all. They just say, do it. <laughs> and I'm like, my my younger self was so much smarter than my current self. <laughs> so it, it it's funny you say that because like, and I don't know if it's an age thing too for me personally, but to your point, yes, like the older games. Um, you don't get that. I mean, the only time you would get that is if you then invested in like a Game Genie or Game Shark. But those also, for whatever reason, didn't always work great with RPGs. Because <laughs> whatever codings they do, like, like you, you may be, I mean, maybe some of them you did get God Mode or something where you take no damage. I don't fucking remember. But uh, nonetheless, um, yeah, there, there's no difficulty setting you play it and you just have to succeed um versus now like we're just talking about 16 right you get right at the start of the game you get to pick your option do you want story play or action play story play casual (laughs) gonna be yeah extremely casual it's gonna do everything for you evade parry uh, um i don't know what else but all that stuff uh one button ultimate attack i don't fucking know but like you know uh but with that said, and my age, part of me likes that too. Cause it's like, I now enjoy like the story and I don't want to be like too um, roadblocked well, with something. This is the beauty of gaming is that there's no right way to play. You play the way you want. Yeah. That, that's why yeah, that's if I'm going to give PlayStation any credit, it's their accessibility for their games. Like 
The Last of Us, well, they probably have the other games, but I only can speak for The Last of Us because I played it in depth. But like, mm-hmm. The Last of Us 2, it could either be really challenging if you do like grounded survival and all that stuff and make everything super difficult, or you can make it the easiest game ever with accessibility options like you know, in, you know, ground invincibility or invisibility and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. because of their creative game difficulties and accessibilities with that game difficulties, it gives everybody on every single spectrum a, a way to play that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And and, that, and to your point, like like all because it's there doesn't mean you yourself have to utilize it. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a hardcore, like, they could play on grounded ultra survival. Everything's limited. Or if you just want to have a very casual experience and just play it through the store, you could invis shoot things, auto aim, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think for me, like I, I'm like more. Uh, it's how can I put it? It's like self-inflicting, right? Because it's like, oh, I have the option versus before I never did, right? So it's like, yeah. hmm, it's there, <laughs> you yeah, know. So. But, but that's the great thing is, you know, be, yeah. because you choose it. That, yeah. that's the best thing is that it's not forced upon you get to choose yeah. whether you want it you know tough or you want it easy or mm-hmm. in between do you like to be choked or not <laughs> <laughs> no glove no glove no love glove um but um but yeah so everybody loves uh what's his name Torgal, the good boy is that the blonde guy the no beard? the dog <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's a blonde guy then? The one that was in like that Western town, that, like when I say Western town, but like you know Wild West town. He was with the girl. He came in. He was like blonde, short hair with a beard. He wore, I don't like, know why I don't remember coat. that one. I remember the uh, uh, the stockier blonde dude that was holding or uh, carrying the chick on his back, and I immediately thought about Holder. Oh, you're talking about the guy <laughs> where the girl's in the chair and he was like yeah, thumping her yeah, around yeah. her legs for a dance. Come on, did you not think Holder? <laughs> I don't know if I thought that. I just thought it was funny that she was in the chair and her legs were just like bouncing back and forth. Yeah, I, I swear to you. Well, once again, going back to the whole Game of Thrones um, inspiration, that's immediately when I'm like, fucking Holder. No, the character I'm talking about is more of a, it seems like he's an actual like main character with, the, uh, with Clyde because he actually communicates with some of the other characters as well. I don't know why I'm not picturing it because I I thought the other guy that was with him was a darker haired guy as well, not a blonde. I mean, the chick was blonde. Was he dark? I swear he he had a brown coat on, and it was that in that same scene with where he saw that blonde girl with the white dress. There was another guy that walks up next to Clive. He's got a deeper voice. I swear he had blonde hair, but I could be wrong. He's got like a, a short hair. I, I could be wrong too. I I just I just thought that he was also dark haired. Whether it was brown or black, I, I don't remember. But I thought he was dark. But um, but he seems like a cool character too. He just seems like yeah. that classic uh, gunslinger. Yeah, I just like here. Here's here's one hope I have. Talking about uh, that would kind of also. Um, diminish my dare i use the word dismay for clive being the only controllable character um because they did say you know you you'll be able to uh dare i use the word recruit or or i'm gonna say i hope you can recruit side characters that help you along the way or you know that are ai controlled i just hope they're not um story driven recruited meaning like okay they're gonna join you for this next couple of spaces then they leave and then you get another one like i i'm i want something where i could recruit and like possibly level them up on the side and then 
pick them in and out when I want to. So I don't. I'm not saying this is a thing because I'm just making this up, and now I'm saying mm-hmm. this is what I would like to see because I've actually yeah. seen games do this. So imagine mm-hmm. like an outpost in every town where it's like a bulletin board. You recruit mm-hmm. certain people. It generates a character randomly, and you use that character to go on missions. And you, if you keep them alive, you get bonus rewards. And if you if they die or they turn against you, you lose things. No, I don't think that's how it's going. <laughs> no, I, I'm saying what I would like. That's to what you want. That's what you yeah. Because like when so the fact that they're basically saying you're going to take over certain territories kind of gives me the idea that you could generate these characters like you could in like Shadows Mordor or whatever. Obviously, I'm most likely that's never going to happen. But I'm saying mm-hmm. because you're actually taking over territory, I'd love to mm-hmm. see like a recruitment board where it just generates people and you if you keep them alive, you build your posse up, your gang or your guild, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm, and then that's mm-hmm. how you take over more territories. And if you keep them healthy, you get stronger and stronger, more rewards with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, to, to, to just borrow what you hope for in your concept, I mean, that's kind of what I'm hoping, but for, like, actual characters, right? Like, like meaningful characters. Not to say the ones you're talking about aren't, but, like... Well, the they're not. They're think... not. They're just generated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, the way you paint it, they don't sound like they're, like, fucking uh, mercenaries and squires and shit, you know? Um, <laughs> that's just a classic farm which... boy. Yeah, <laughs> he's got his pitchfork. He's only twelve. <laughs> like, oh, he's dead. Uh, no one's gonna, no one loved him anyway. <laughs> uh, but 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 it's funny because that that concept you're talking about actually exists in Final Fantasy Tactics. Does it? Um, yeah, like um, I mean, you have your main characters, but you would um, basically recruit slash hire just regular people that you would name and have to do that. And if they die. And you didn't revive them in that battle, they're gone. They're gone forever. So I'm going to ask you a very stupid question, only because I want to hear your answer. I, I know it's coming to PS5. Did they say Final Fantasy XVI is coming to any other console? I know it's on no. an Xbox. No. If it came to Switch, would you play it on Switch? No. <laughs> no, and I know why you did that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm like, looking at this trail, I'm looking how big it is. I would love to see it on Switch just to see I have a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, um, I mean, no. <laughs> I can't even defend. I can't, I, can't, I can't even think of a defense. It's like, no. no. I, I I know that's why I said it was a stupid question because I just did just because I would love to see because you know like there's people that like to clamor for the switch because you know yeah. Final Fantasy is. Because it started off on like the SNES and all that stuff, people think mm-hmm. of it only as like a Switch game. And I know yeah. there's a lot of people that actually do want on the Switch, but I'm like, how would that even work? Yeah, no, no. I, I think even Nintendo would have to laugh at that. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> uh, good like, luck. <laughs> like, do you want just chapter one? <laughs> <laughs> we can give you intro. That's about. That's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> it freezes after the the music intro. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that. I'm um, sorry, but. Um, yeah, I, I would be, I would be like super, super fanboy if Nintendo would just come up with their own trophy system. Like, come on, man. They're, they're, they're... Dude, I my... mean, their games are, their games are great regardless, right? I mean, they totally are. But like, even going back to Odyssey, right? If you collect, what was it like, one thousand two hundred no, moons n- or whatever? Nine hundred ninety-nine moons. No, okay, sorry, I didn't do it. You did. Um, I have the, but... I have the gold sale to prove it. <laughs> but, but like, those are the things, right? It's like if they had a fucking system, like then I would be doing those things. Um, anyways, I went off the rails there. Final Fantasy 16, folks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I thought, uh, I was glad they did that. I, I think it's, it's, like, going back, you know, I know we're 
this was our top, our big topic for today, but now I kind of want to like topic three a little bit and now put this and Zelda against each other for, for to kind of wrap up our pod, if you don't mind. Um, I'm just so, like, I know you said you think that Game of the Year is going to be between this and Hogwarts, and, and that's fine. Um, I'm just saying do not count out Zelda. Absolutely do not count out Zelda. Well, I'm not counting out Zelda because of its performance, whatever. Because, like, it looks great. I'm just saying just because of pure connection around the world and how big both of those games hold influence. I'm not saying Zelda doesn't hold yeah. influence. It surely does. No, but exactly. Harry Potter or Hogwarts Legacy has not just game influence. It has media influence, commercial influence. Correct. And True. Final Fantasy also kind of has that, too. And Zelda only has the game influence. And if you look uh, at, you know, overall... Well, I use the term influence because that's really what drives it. Whatever uh, brings a cultural shock that year. Like, what, Elden Ring the, the, did the, it with the, 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 the reason, The reason uh, I'm, I'm saying this is because <clears throat> I, I don't remember the exact podcast, but I remember, um, I think it was probably back in January or December, or both. Because I know, like, we tend to talk things uh, multiple times. But we had discussed about the Mario movie. And you didn't think it was going to make a certain amount of money. And I said, no, slow your roll. No, I said it was going to... I said, I didn't think it was going to be a great movie, which it turned out it was a great movie. But I said it was going to make a lot of money because it's Mario. We, we, we didn't make, like, a bet or a gentleman's bet. But I remember we, we discussed oh, something. Oh, yeah. Where, where, where if it was going to bring, like, Avatar money. And it's not going to. I said it was going to be really no, well. It no, wasn't and, 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 and that, dollars. no, no, no. It wasn't Avatar money because I, I, I know I quickly said, I'm like, nah, let, let, let's let's go a little bit lower than that. But you gave a different comp, and I think it was, it might have been just another Illumination movie comp or something, and we we were, we went oppos. Oh, Despicable and, Me. Like, would it be better? It, it, uh, money, gar- like money, maybe, maybe it was that one. But but, needless to say. At the time, I felt like you sold Mario a little short. Is all I'm saying. Well, technically, that, I'm still right because Despicable Me, well, Minions is still higher than that. No, Mario just can prove that they made the most. No, they They're made the, the mo- mo- they, they made the most for video game. No, and they and for Illumination. Well, we also got to look at overall because because we're just oh, you're it's, right going, not, it's go it's going to overall because you're looking at just box office right now like minions know, and despicable me have made so much money through everything and shrek still holds the most because of all the dvd and re-releases and all that stuff so mar even though mario's great it still has a long way to go to catch up to those other movies uh we'll see i'm still gonna and i'm not i'm not just crazy mario like it's it, it's a great movie and i'm happy for its success but it still has a long length to climb if it wants to catch those other animated movies in overall money Anyways, <laughs> I'm torn. I'm, I'm going to enjoy both games. Uh, and I can't wait to actually do this podcast and give my final assessment as to which one I finally enjoyed better and my personal, I guess, game of the year. Because it's going to be between the two. For me I'm, personally. I'm, I'm going to make my prediction. I'm going to say you're going to like Zelda more than Final Fantasy sixteen. That's fine. And the only reason why I say it is because I this just based off your opinions on what you liked and didn't like, mm-hmm. kind of almost proves that for me because I know I'm gonna enjoy Final Fantasy 16 just because of the combat, and I know mm-hmm. you're more of a tactical person than I am. So that's I feel like that's what's gonna deter you from the open world gameplay and the creativity of Zelda compared to just straight combat with Final Fantasy 16. 
I think it's going to come down to a gameplay perspective. Um, not entirely true. I mean, I, I evaluate more factors than that, like story and uh, music and which female in the game gets naked. No, I'm just playing. But like, um, <laughs> but no, seriously, like, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to evaluate like on all those spectrums. Um, and both of them have iconic music. They have their themes. So it's not like one, I mean, one still could possibly do better than the other overall, but you know, <clears throat> Zelda has their iconic theme. Final Fantasy is their iconic theme. Um, we, we should do a poll, like a pre-prediction, what you think your pre-prediction? game is. I, the- I think, I think the pre, oh God, even the pre, oh my God. I mean, I can't do this now. We have equal footage of both. I am so torn, man. I am so torn. Because right now, for me, I could tell you what mine is. Currently, as a pre-prediction, I also want to put this on social media to see what other people vote to. Um, but for me, Final Fantasy of Sixteen looks like it's going to win for me between the two. But if Zelda wins, that'd be like the upset for me. Well, when I say upset, I'm talking about, like you know, competition-wise, it'd be like shocking if it overturns and Zelda becomes so much better than Final Fantasy XVI. So the other part, uh, well, pre-prediction wouldn't have any effect on this, but the other um, thing is, dare I say, sixteen gets an edge, but just based on release, right? Like Zelda's going to come out next month, so it comes out first, going to go through it, then sixteen the next month. And that's going to be the more recent one. So that's the one to be that's more fresh, right? Um, man. Man, man, man. It is so tough for me to give even my pre-prediction. I, Because I'm going to fucking enjoy both of them so, so much. I'm looking forward to both of them. All right, let's, so, so let's make it a little bit more grand. Let's add a third competitor into this mix. Oh, Final Fantasy VII Part Two. It's coming out this year as well. I'm th- I, it's supposed to. I don't think it's going to anymore, if I'm being honest. It'd be that silly was... if they put two big titles in one year, because, I mean, pretty much this year was restacked with Octopath Travelers 2. There's uh, another Square Enix game. I can't remember the name of it. They came out that's pretty popular. Final Fantasy 16 and supposedly that. I'm like, you, you're putting big hitters in the ring first, you know, one year. That, that's what I'm saying, like the self competition to some degree i mean yeah square enix is having a fucking fantastic year well let's um, let's just say a what if if uh part two of seven comes out what do you think it'll stack up to 16 oh 200 which one would you like more <laughs> um that would that would obviously depend on how they both turn out um like, 7, I already know how the story's supposed to go, right? So, I don't know if you want to say that it's at a, a deficit because of that. Um, and it has it has an opportunity to hurt itself. Seeing the it open doesn't... worldness of 16 makes me very hopeful for part 2 because if it's op- going to do. If it's exactly how you think it's going to be, then I, I hate to say... I don't even want to use the word landslide because that sounds very horrible, but... 16 is probably going to overtake Zelda for me. And I'm just being honest. Um, but this game has the potential, man, to be something stupidly special. All right. So it seems like we're pretty much already locking in Zelda and... and um, I am. Final I know Fantasy you're throwing Hogwarts. And, and you have every right to throw no, Hogwarts. No, no, I'm not... I'm not no, no, I'm talking about, like, let's say Game of the Year award. This is not personal. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Game of the Year... Um, when they do the awards, 
Mm-hmm. They usually what? They nominate five games or four games? I thought it was maybe like six even. Well, let's just say for the sake, five games. Okay, we'll say five. I'm saying Hogwarts Legacy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Zelda's going to be in there. Um, Final Fantasy 16. Who are the other two remaining spots? Because I, I wanted to say Starfield at first, but seeing all the backlash that Xbox was getting from their previous games that are coming out, being how they're hyping it up, like Starfield and Redfall and all that stuff, and seeing that their performance actually capped more than they mm-hmm. originally said, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Starfield out of competition because what, I think they already what, lost. What's the cutoff? Uh, I think it's like November or December 8th. So it's, it's, pretty, it's really late then, huh? Yeah. Well, just based on what we know and what we've already experienced, and it's only been a quarter year, at this point, RE4 kind of sneaks its way in. I you think, think that's number four spot? I, I think it sneaks in right now. So it's going to be on the nomination list, but I, it's funny that we're almost saying it's going to be on the nomination list, but it's most likely not going to win compared to the other stack lineup. Oh, I'm not talking about win. I thought we were talking about nominations. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, doing yeah, both. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. so run down the no, I, 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 I would sneak that one in nominations. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think what else is coming out later that has that that gravitas. Um, um there was a game I was looking at. But I, I don't think seven two will make that cut. It won't make that. Even if it does come out on time, it won't make that cut. Um, hmm. So I'm going to say a game, and I have a feeling it's not going to make it, but I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt because it has made a surprising amount of waves is uh, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Because, you know, it's coming off the hype of Elden, Elden Ring, and Wulong Fallen Dynasty kind of gives you that hard challenge mode factor, and mm-hmm. it ended up surprising a lot of people on how good it was. I'm going to put that as maybe potential squeeze in list to five. Just because it shocked a lot more people than it originally thought it was. Does um, uh, Norman Reedus' best friend and uh, whatever his dude's best friend have a game coming out this year? Because it always seems his games get nominated. Adele Kojima? Yeah, him. I know he's got Death Stranding 2 in the works, but I don't think that comes out this year. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what would be that, that fifth spot right now. Um, so I'm putting Wu Long in that fifth spot, but that's only because it seems like that's the only one that made some kind of waves in the stack lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Right now, I don't know. Like, but that's just as it stands out, and then also knowing what's supposed to come out. I guess Spider Man Two, maybe. Does that come out this year? I think so. Oh, if that's the case, I'm taking Wulong, I'm putting Spider-Man there. It's already immediately overtaken. Okay. Because, let's be honest, Spider-Man just has the influence itself. The name itself is already going to put in that spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that I, comes out this year. I highly doubt it'll overtake Game of the Year. Like, it'll put in an animation no. category, but I don't think yeah. it wouldn't get Game of the Year. Same, same, with, same with RE4. Um, so, okay, so you're plugging that. Okay, so we're still thinking of another fifth one. Uh... Sorry, Wulong, I try to give you a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I would have to, I would have to do some, some, some Googling searches. Uh, but, so your opinion is, it's, it's like for actual winner-winner, you think it's going to be between 15 and Zelda? 
16 and oh, 0. 16 I, I, yeah, and zero. I, I, I still do that. I know you're you you're given a lot of. Um, I'm saying Hogwarts Legacy Dallas, and Hogwarts. 16. Yeah, those are my two no, top think... competitors, and you're saying Zelda and 16. Yeah, I think it's between Zelda and and 16. So the fact that really 16 do. is in both of our lists kind of almost cements it as most likely potentially game of the year if it does if it's received well in the beginning. So I I, I think I have a, a fifth, depending on how well it does. When you talk about like um, in the um, what's it called? In the influ- in, in, well, yeah, in, in, in the influential space, um, Diablo Four might might be one. Might you, you think might, it's going to squeeze away on the nomination list? Yeah, for sure. I, I would if if it if it's successful and it gets all the pub from like streaming and stuff, I could see it sneaking in. And and especially since Blizzard already said they're going to release new story content every three months. So therefore, there in theory should be a couple storylines before the rewards that could actually kind of reinvigorate, um, you know, people's, you know, to keep it in the news, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could see that sneaking in for sure. Uh, the other one, if it fucking gets released, uh, Jedi Survivor, maybe that has a very huge influence. Star Wars. I would say those two would be. I, I would even go as far as saying Diablo 4 even bumping Resident Evil 4 out. So that's the thing Maybe. is that it, Resident Evil 4 is on the chopping block here because yeah. because of Spider, like, if Spider-Man does come out this year, just the name alone is going to put us on, on a nomination list. And I didn't, I forgot John Jedi Fallen Order is actually coming out this year. I thought I got pushed back to next year. But yeah, if, I don't, if that's I don't the know case, either. because of just their names alone, their influence in all forms of market, it would probably knock both Diablo and Resident Evil 4 out. Like I, I know you're you're hoping and I feel like Diablo Four is gonna do well. It's just dude, those are two heavy hitter names right there. That's gonna be hard to overtake those unless if Diablo Four just knocks it out of the park with gameplay in every aspect. Well, I mean I'm I'm not like putting a lot of stock in Diablo Four. I'm just saying I think it has the potential. The potential to sneak its way in, right? Uh, kind of like how you were given uh, Wolong. It's okay. yeah, I, I think that's kind of the same. <laughs> but but then when I heard the other names, I'm like, all right, it's knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I think that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be the list right there. Unless there's some wild card one that we don't know of that gets like this really crazy streamer influence, like like an Among Us type. Situation. Among Us too. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I I think that's our I think that's your list. Do you know how big of an upset that would be for the gaming industry if an indie developer wins Game of the Year out of these whole stack AAA studios? <laughs> I mean, it, it, like when you when you when you talk about the the influence aspect of of, of the voting, possible. I just don't know what crazy world type turn would need to happen for that to happen <clears throat> but I, I yeah I, well, I, we, we clearly have seen it like Elden Ring Among Us they because how much they you know affected this general culture itself that's why they're put on the list two separate years what was it did Among Us win game of the year for um 2019 I don't remember I know and they what, won awards that year I know they're in the category like a lot of, of the year um, and then Elden Ring won Game of the Year last year because of how much it influenced all forms of media. So, mm-hmm. 
you know, it just shows that if a game's good and it speaks for itself, like Elden Ring, like I said, the story was fantastic, but the gameplay clearly spoke for itself. I'll go, I'll go, ooh. I'll, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm going to make crazy prediction for next year. It'll probably be between 7-2 and Grand Theft Auto 6. Grand Theft Auto 6 is coming out next no, year? No, but I'm saying it's going to come out. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I'm making a crazy prediction. Well, if Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out, I hate. I don't want to give it any kind of credit because I think it's overrated in my opinion. I'm saying mm-hmm. that, and I'm all to stand by it. But because no, of right. the influence GTA 5 has and how it's you know stayed relevant from 2013 to 2023, 10 years of relevancy, yeah. it yeah. just shows that GTA 6 will just automatically be guaranteed. It's like a shoe in the win. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be my prediction for next year. Um, but once again, if it comes out. Um, anyways, back to this year. I'm still sticking. It's going to be between Zelda and FF16. You say it's going to be FF16. Hogwarts, we both have 16, so therefore we think 16 is going to win. <laughs> um, but I, I would love to get, and, and I, I mean, I won't be upset. I, 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 you know, it's out of my hands anyway, but, um, but we'll see what my vote is going to be. Um, once I play them both, I, I think. Well, obviously, I, I can't. I can't, way, lean, I can't lean either way. I'm just hyped about both, dude. I swear to you, I'm like so torn. So either way, it's a win-win all around. We're all excited. Yeah, it's, it's a win-win all around. Yeah, for sure. So we'll obviously sure. revisit this after we played both. We'll talk about Zelda when we, when it comes out in literally less than a month. Um, obviously, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 16. Most likely, I might play it at launch. We'll see how that goes. I still might. I think you have to now. I think you. you I think you have to now. I have you, to. You, you, you're, you're sold. Um, but I, I really would love to hear other people's opinions on this, what they think Game of the Year is, who they have matched up against, and who they think is just taking the crown. I concur. Share it, your comments. Because that's really what matters. It's just, it's just fun little banter. I mean, wh- whoever wins, it doesn't matter, because realistically, gamers all around this year are winning in all aspects, because all these different genres coming out from open-world RPGs to actions to story, every, everybody's winning. Everybody's eating good. Definitely eating good. Steak every night. <laughs> with, with a glass of old-fashioned. <laughs> but, uh, uh, great discussions. Uh, it's it's going to... Man, it, the, only, the only thing that sucks about this, even though we're going to be eating good, is it's in the heart of summer. Like, that's the only part that sucks about it to me. So Not, not like I go out all the damn time, but like... That's the little part to me that's a little like, ooh, like, but other than that, I mean, that's, that's, that's minute. But. So I, I want to add something because I'm not sure if you've seen this. I was going to make it a topic, but I didn't know if you actually want to talk about it. But, um, so if you've seen recently, if you're on social media, uh, kill the just suicide squad, kill the justice league got delayed mm-hmm. to 2024. And they're saying because of performance issues. I think that's a lie. I think the reason why they delayed it is because they've seen how stacked this year was and they realized they had no contention within the lineup of being bought or sold and being profitable because of the lineup well i'm going to disagree with you only because look at gotham knights well okay it's it's funny that we're saying this because i was really harsh on gotham knights in the beginning and then i played it and i realized that it was a lot better than people were saying the media made it sound terrible but it's not the combat is great the story was okay but the combat is really what sold me on it 
okay, the combat sold you, but I guess graphically, how it upheld to the previous ones, it got worse, right? Wasn't that the whole thing? Yeah, they're talking about you know frames and then the the look, but when you play it, you but that wasn't for you. That wasn't for you. Oh, keep going. Uh, but when you actually play it, you realize that it's very minor, and really certain aspects might be downgraded or enhanced in other ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yes, you know, visually it might look less, but the smoothness is better. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, that was a blind defense, by the way. <laughs> um, but um, who knows? But even if they did, I don't think next year is going to be any easier if they really, if that's something they really want to do. I think, I think the other part, and this might, I don't know what's the right word to use for this, but I think the other aspect of it is, isn't this the last game they're using? Um, um, my apologies for forgetting Donald. his name. Yes, Kevin, his yeah. voice. Um, well, yeah, because so, well, yeah, well, that part's true too. But, but no, but 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 they actually got him to do his job, right? Yes. So they could actually use his voice. So, like, I don't know, maybe they there's a part where they really want to do it justice because it's the last time they're going to get to use him. Um, I mean, who knows? Obviously, it's an opinion thing, but I really yeah. think it's because they're scared of the games that are coming out. And they realize that it won't be profitable if they release with this lineup. That's my assumption. I don't know. I, I hope. I mean, who knows, right? You 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 could be two hundred percent right. I, I I don't know. Because if be it would be more or less profitable if it's not with the competition, because I think like like people like me. I first off, I'm not even sold on it yet, to be honest. Um, so they still got to do that. But if I was. I don't think it would ever deter me from playing it. And, I mean, I'm sorry and, uh, for for purchasing it like day one. Like I, me personally, I know I'm I can't speak for everybody. I would still be buying it, so therefore they would get my money. I just wouldn't be playing it right away because I'd be focused on something else. And the reason why I'm saying this is because games have done that, saying it's a performance issue, and that's why they delay it. Because mm-hmm. like if you look at Star Wars uh, Survivor, it was mm-hmm. originally supposed to come out the same time Zelda was coming out, but then somehow there was an issue, and they pushed it back like six weeks, seven weeks. And I well, think they're afraid to launch the same time as Zelda. Well, that also then supports Zelda being the badass that it is. But but um, but Zelda was delayed. <laughs> Who knows how long? Like, I don't even know if we ever... Like, we don't know. But it's been delayed as well. But, uh, you know, Nintendo hasn't been scared to shy away from delaying games either. Because, like, the, the quote's out there. At least, I forgot what, how, how they say it, you know. The, um, releasing a, a game on time that's crap will forever be crap, but delaying a game that ends up being good will be good forever, something like that. Um, so you know, I don't know, man. Like, you know, hopefully it is for the right reasons. I don't know, but you know, I feel like Zelda being delayed is for the right reasons. Well, yeah, but they did that way early. Yeah, once they true, they once they locked in that date, they didn't change it after that. True, true. That no, that part. It's because true. after the, if if you look at the timeline, after Zelda officially concreted its date, <laughs> somehow, like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> somehow, somehow, Star Wars is like, yo, hold up, we're having issues. <laughs> if if any of that is true, that is some funny shit. 
I would love to know if that's true. You gotta be honest. It, it's it's happened before. Like EA has done this before, and I think they learned because EA has actually blindsided them. So there's a game called Titanfall Two. The fans loved it. Everybody loved it that played it. But their issue was they released it with two other big games at the same time, and it got completely overshadowed where it didn't make any money. Yeah. I mean, it, it, <clears throat> it makes sense, and, it, and dare I say it makes sense even to be commonplace in the video game industry because we know it's commonplace in the movie industry. Um, so uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I just think it's hilarious, <laughs> though. That, like, oh, did you see that? Zelda They confirmed their release date. Time to push ours back. Like that 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 is very comical. And but, if there's any truth, I think that supports you know how how good it's gonna be. Yeah. But i you know, like obviously this is just my assumption, but just seeing how things have shaped up in the past and also this being an EA game, I'm like they probably don't want to get overshadowed again. Makes sense. <clears throat> that does make sense. So is there any uh, more you want to add to this? Um, no, no, I think it was, um, um, it was just also interesting that both of them released their new stuff on the same day. Like, so you just know that they're like, like we're confident that, <laughs> that they're both confident and they're both going to duke it out, which, which I love and since I'm uh, also a fan of both of them. No, neither one of them is stepping back to, to give the other the spotlight. When does uh, 16 come out again? Um, June 7th, June, it's going to come out right around the same time as Diablo 4, not that I'm giving Diablo 4 any, like, um, they wouldn't be worried about Diablo 4. Diablo 4 is like, <laughs> we're having technical issues yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're just like, oh, that those sixes, they're supposed to be nines. <laughs> um... <laughs> um yeah, I, I, I'm, even though I'm looking, like I'm talking about how great I'm looking forward to, it's because my mindset on Zelda. That's why it's like I know it's the month after Zelda. I don't know the exact date, um, but that's because I'm, you know, yeah. Like you said, we're gonna be eating good. <laughs> but of course, we would love to hear everybody's opinions on this. Um, you know, let us know on social media or comment section on whatever streaming platform you choose. But all there, of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> But is there anything more you want to add to this? Or do, are we just going to say we're going to revisit it? Clearly, in yeah. less than a month for Zelda, and then obviously again in another month for... Well, I think I think uh, Zelda at this point, um, there's probably going to be limited discussions um, because that was the final official trailer, right? So... No, I'm, I'm saying what, we're going to revisit this after the game comes out. Mid-20. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking yeah, of course. I thought you meant, like, <clears throat> talk about it again before it comes out. No, I think... I think at this point, um, we're probably done with the Zelda discussions until it comes until, out. <laughs> until until it comes. Up. Oh fuck! We'll probably that week. We'll probably have to do a pot on Thursday. I'm just saying. Does it come out on Friday? It comes out on Friday. We'll have, we'll have to look because uh, cause we're we're not. I'm not sacrificing Zelda time for. <laughs> you sacrifice the time. I tell you, sacrifice. What? Is, hold on. Let's see. Let's look at the date right now. Uh, May oh twelfth oh. is a Friday. Yep. Unless you go to the minute release Thursday, you take Friday off, you play the game up until the podcast. We talk about, it, then you go back to playing games. Absolutely not. We're doing the podcast on Thursday. 
All right. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, just like Josh said, please feel free um, and uh, leave us some comments. And um, we'd love to hear them. And uh, we want to we wanna nerd out with all you guys as well. So please do so. Until then, until next time, this was episode 32 of the Automated Podcast. Until next week, love y'all and deuces.